are two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? It's been 10 seconds. If you can hear me, we're doing pretty well. Yeah, we're doing good. We always have audio issues. Uh, if you're watching right now, you're either on YouTube or you're on uh, Twitch, and I do appreciate you. We are experimenting with the dual the dual stream tonight. Uh, we had a little issues two days ago in, in the morning stream, but we'll see if it works out tonight. Um, real quick, thank you very much, Stealth, for the super chat. $5 super chat. Thank you very much for the Canadian coin. Appreciate that. Uh, those of you that don't know, uh, Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast. Go over a few of the top stories of the past week, and we rant along the way. We're here live every single Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we've done 280 of these. We're on 281. So, uh, welcome, Have welcome. We really? Yeah, this is 281. And yeah, we started back in May 24th of 2015. It's been, it's been, it's been, it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, so yeah, on the show today, let's do a little rundown of what we're going to be doing on the show today. We're going to be talking about Xbox Game Pass subscription, a little bit of, uh, speculation on, you'll know more about that when we get there. Uh, we're going to be talking about Blizzard and the payout that they're doing. Uh, we're going to be talking about, um, in general, like, uh, standardized reviews, right? We're going to be talking about that as well. Uh, we're going to be talking about, they made a gaming mattress, Sarge, a gaming mattress. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about Netflix buys a developer. We're going to talk about Sony bought another developer as well. We're going to be talking about New World. Lots of stuff about New World. Uh, little things, but... Uh, we're going to be talking about New World, new MMO that came out. We're going to be talking about Amazon, who's pulling Wally into your home. Uh, we're going to be talking about Battlefield. Little stories here about Battlefield 2042. We're coming in on the on the the uh, the next test. The next uh, we're approaching the release date soon. So we'll 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 talk about Battlefield a little bit. We're going to be talking about Marvel Avengers and Game Pass. We're going to be talking about Epic Games and their meta. Right, they're 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 meta that they're making. We're gonna be talking about Rockstar. Um, we're gonna be talking about Rockstar, but they're they're muting people, muting people. We're gonna be talking about Halo Infinite today. We're gonna be talking about Hasbro's jumping in, putting their hats in the ring, Sarge, for gaming division. Also, Wizards of the Coast is making uh making some video games. Uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, we're going to be talking about some uh, more Halo stuff, uh, Halo bugs in there. And we're going to be talking about uh, upcoming AAA titles coming to Xbox Game Pass and Diablo. Uh, so that is what's on the docket today. Uh, we do appreciate you guys coming out and hanging out. If you would like, please hit that, that like button over on our YouTube channel. Uh, if you're over on Twitch, do nothing. Hit that follow button. <laughs> you can just do the follow button. So those are the stories that we're, we're talking about today. One of the biggest stories is the standardized... Uh, yeah, Sarge still got the pins. Still got the pins. We're going to be talking about the standardized... Well, we think... Me and Sarge have always talked about this. And if you've been watching the show since 2015, which there's a few of you out there, 
we've we've brought this up multiple times. Um, but there's another game that came out that's been getting bad reviews, and there should be a review process. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. Uh, right now, Sarge, what have you been playing? Have you been playing anything new? I have been actually. Uh, uh, besides uh, Hades, I'm shocked. <laughs> I am besides, I'm shocked. Besides, uh, listen, you're laughing, but there, there is, there's no games, no next gen games for the Xbox so badly that I almost restarted Skyrim. Wow, that's that's how bad it is. But I didn't. Instead, I went to Game Pass. Ooh, Game Pass. What's the Game Pass? We're, yeah, we're not sponsored game by Game Pass. Pass. And, I, yeah. and I downloaded Kingdom Hearts 3, and I haven't played a Kingdom Hearts game in quite a while. And I forgot actually how the, the game is actually laid out. It's actually a RP action RPG trainer for smaller gamers. That's what it is. That's what the game is. The you mean for younger, younger gamers? Bit, yeah, the uh, up and coming. Like okay. I don't know what kind of you game said this smaller. is. It, like, trains them. Yeah, okay. Yeah, smaller. Oh, I don't mean in size. Yeah, well, that's what I was. Okay. Like... Smaller gamers. Yeah, the Look, smaller gamers. Yeah, just, like, I got you. Not, not. Yeah, not dwarves. Right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, I was playing through it. Okay. And I realized that it's it's structured. It is structured for a little kid, and I'm and as I'm playing through it, the exposition in between you having to do anything in that game, like the actual writing of what they're saying to each other and what it's supposed to mean was all jibber-jabber to me. Like 100% jibber-jabber. After like the first hours, like, I don't want to hear anyone speak at all. I would just say skip scene, skip scene, skip scene. Like, I get it. It's part of the story, and it's Disney-related. Right. But the problem I was having is, is they're trying to take Disney characters and mold them with like Moss Machina and Final Fantasy characters, and they don't jive well because you don't understand what the hell they're talking about, right? And if you don't believe me, download the game and play for an hour, <laughs> and you're gonna be like, "It's got a little moments." What I, haven't, about? I haven't, I haven't played the new one, but I, I've seen people play it and stuff. Uh, right? Okay, Reese, I, I get it. You want to know why? We're too old. That's exactly that. That's it. We're too old. That's why. That's why that game is that game. And I get it. I played. I played the first one. I played the second one. I played them both. It's it's a very accommodating game for younger kids to learn what an action RPG is. Learn about leveling. Learning about putting different things on your character to be stronger against certain enemies. It's it's textbook. It's textbook. But I couldn't get through the exposition. It was making me crazy. Couldn't do it. <laughs> like literally, like the 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 verbiage that they were using, I was like, I don't understand what you're talking about. And it's English. It's right. English. And I, I'm like, I, I know what you guys are talking about. All right. That game. Been playing that one for the last week, uh, about 25 hours in. And wow. uh, Hades that, still playing. Much, still playing Hades. Time into it. Yeah. Well, doesn't take much. I'm up until three or four o'clock in the morning. Six hours here, six hours there. That's it. When I get home from work, just playing something. So, how do you like in Hades? Uh, it's it's a little bit it's a little bit torturous. I gotta be honest. It's it's not the same type of layout. I talked about this before that it it it's not really punishing to die. Like you're meant to die. Like you're supposed to die in order to get more powers or to spec out your guide differently or to learn about 
the story. It's not about you becoming OP and sh and rampaging and across rampaging, the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a interesting. Lot, a lot of good people game. like it. I, I I look. It's a good game, but it's I'm. It's not for me anymore. I played about two hours of it, and I was just like, yeah. I I there was another game I played. It was called. Um, I'm gonna mess it up now. It's like God. Uh, Curse of the Undead or something like that. Um, I, or I forget what the it's something like that. It's the same type of style of, of Hades, right? It's same same type of style. It's on Game Pass. I I like I liked it. I thought it was cool, like a push type of push your luck type of mechanic, right? See how far you can go through the dungeon to try to get to the boss. If you die, then you're dead, and then you you got currency throughout the whole thing. Then you buy upgraded weapons or buy different things, and then you go back in and you do it again and you do it again and I liked it. Curse of the Dead Gods. Thank you very much, Grubzy. Um, And I, I liked it. I thought it was actually pretty good. And then I played Hades after, even though Hades came out before. Uh, it is breaking records. People love it. And I, I watched people play it. I'm like, yeah, I, I like it. I, th I thought that the story was good when I watched someone play it. But me playing it myself, I was like, yeah, this is not for me. Uh, it, and if I was younger... Not anymore. Right. If I was younger, I think I would have liked it a lot more. Because it just it just didn't hit those that... You, you've seen it. You you can't listen. You can't help that how old you are. You have and you're a gamer. It's not like you were intermittently a gamer. No, no. Like I played for a couple of years. Yeah, no. Then I got married. Then right. I came back. And played no, a couple I've, been, years. I've been playing like, the entire you, time. You've been playing video games the entire time. So yeah. you've seen it. So a lot of times, if you've seen something, you're looking at the new take of it. You give it a chance, but it's not gonna it's not gonna hook you like something else will hook you. Right. What I thought was what I thought was interesting about the game, and and I, I believe now that the game is just a giant advertising for Disney, is what it is. But oh, absolutely, absolutely. Right? The, the 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 team attacks in this game are way over the top, and when I say over the top, they're like actual rides from the park, like your guys form a trinity attack and you turn into a ride from the park, like it's it's got the lights on it, it's disco time. It does massive damage, and it's just basically you're looking at the ride. So it's like, so when you go to the park, you're like, oh, can we go on that ride from the Disney game? That's basically what it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because, uh, Barry, you're, you're not wrong. Like, there, it does open up, but the problem is the early on part of the game doesn't grasp me. It just doesn't. And it's weird because there's games like I'm playing Marvel Future Revolution, and that just hits on all aspects for me until they do the recent update, which oh, that's another podcast in general. Uh, like some games click with me and some games don't anymore. And when I was younger, I, it was like, I'm like a kid that when mom's trying to feed them something, you're like, eh, I don't, I don't want that. Well, you've never tried it before. Nah, I just don't like it. That's how I am with my video games right now. All right. Like before I was like, yeah, give me everything, put it in my mouth, eat everything. I'm like, yeah, I like tomatoes. I like shrimp. I like fish, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Bring it to me. I'll eat it with my video games. I'm not like that anymore. I'm like, eh. Yeah, I'm going to move that to the side. I don't, I don't really like that. It's not that I'm becoming a snob of video games. It's just you got two hours. If in two hours your game doesn't click for me, then I move on. And this is why I love Game Pass. Because if I paid money for that game and then I was like, I would feel, I would feel obligated to finish it. Which is a good thing and a bad thing. Okay, but with Game Pass, I'm like, yeah, it's okay. I didn't spend any money for it, so no big deal. I'm gonna put it down. I'll go try something else. Yeah, but but hours <laughs> hours spent in entertainment changes as you get older. Like kids have a lot of time to play video games. They're hanging out with their friends. They're going to school, and then they're not working. You got plenty of time for video games. But the more responsibilities you have, the less time you have for video games. So then you become more choosy 
about the video right. game, you're going to spend only three hours I get a week to, to play a video game. I want something that's cool, fun, and, and I want to get into it. People, just like any other hobby, you want to pick one that you like. Yeah. Everybody's different. I get it. Everybody's different. But at the same time, that, this, this is why a lot of the games I look at, I'm like, it, yes, it looks good. But then immediately after that statement, I can't say anything else because the next statement in my mouth is it's just like this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, and this one. It's like the last seven games I played like that, it's like that, right? So that sounds like I'm being a pompous asshole. But at the same time, I've played some other games that are exactly like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. why do you why do you think they call it Metrovania, guys? Why do you think they call right. a specific genre of game that wasn't labeled a Metrovania game? It's it's because it's been played out so much. Yeah, someone was that, a fan of it. That's the type of like, game that yeah. it is. Yeah. And there, another game you can buy just be just the same, and I might like it just because the theme is different. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I I'm trying to think if I played anything this past weekend. Oh, you know what I played? I played. I, I popped it back in. My son and I were at at Disney World last Friday, and it's the weirdest way this came up, but. He was looking, we were waiting for my wife because she was talking to guest services and there was a big giant map that he was looking at, right? And he goes, he goes, why, do maps. he goes, why doesn't the people mover go around the whole park? He's like looking and pointing at the map. I go, because they, they, I go, they wanted to, I said, but I think it costs too much. They only put it in Tomorrowland, right? And he goes, he goes, if I had a park, he's like, I would build it around the whole thing. And I went, okay. And then I text Sarge right after I was like. Do you think I, he I get would, a random text? Yeah, I, random text I, I, at work. I, 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 random text. I go. Do you think he could play Roller Coaster Tycoon? Right. And then I was like, Oh wait, but it's not on Game Pass. It's on PC. And then I remember playing. But it is. I checked. Ro Roller Coaster Tycoon's on Game Pass. No, Planet Coaster. Planet, is. Planet Coaster. Yeah, Planet Coaster. Planet Coaster. Yeah. So I I I looked up Planet Coaster, and Planet Coaster is on Game Pass. And you know, for my seven year old son, I'm not going to buy a forty dollars, sixty dollars game that he might or may may or may not like, right? So I go, I get home, and I download. He's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Well, this is a park game." And he goes, he "Goes, well, what do you do?" I go, well, "You build your own park." He's like, "Oh, right." So I put him in sandbox mode, and he starts playing and watching him play it. I mean, he picked it up fast, man. He picked it up so fast, starting to make stuff. And then so much so that I started playing it and he wanted me to play next to him. So I was playing next to him and he was playing, he's seeing what I was doing. And I get real detailed, right? So I'm building like a track and then I put all the decorations and stuff around it. I make it look like it's supposed to look. Right? And he goes, I want to do that. I was like, that's ah, a little, it's a little difficult. For he's like, no, I think I could do it, right? Sure enough, he's, that's what he's doing. He's, he's liking, he's liking, planet coaster okay now obviously uh he played it for i want to say about 18 hours over like four days right but that's that's one hell of a jump jumping off point at planet coaster yeah. planet coaster is a fucking amazing we had theme park yeah theme park bullfrogs theme park right which right theme if, park, you're, if you remember which, that which when we, it came out we played the was shit. amazing we sh we played the sh we would stay up all night playing that all night we were like crackheads Playing, playing yeah. theme park yeah. type, right? And if you've never played, if you, if, and now basically, basically, okay, beforehand, just a basic run of the mill park, and we would try to make it look like a real park all the way. Now, what they have in Planet Coaster, so detailed. Someone just goes, "I'm gonna look up, I'm gonna look up Six Flags Jersey, I'm gonna make that," and then they actually make Six Flags New Jersey, and yeah. then they 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 say, "Hey, it's, 
Why don't you guys download it it's, for your own, your it's, own game? It's insane what you can do, the, the amount of detail you can do in Planet Coaster. So last weekend, uh, I don't really get to play game a lot of different games during the week. So on the weekend, I play different games now. So I played Planet Coaster, and I, I'm loving it. I went back to a park that I started in deck in 2017. PC or console? Uh, I'm playing PC on both right now. I'm playing on PC and console. Okay. Um, console, they have all a bunch of updates, too. They, you can do Ghostbusters now. They have, like, a... They're all paid for. So it's on Game Pass. So on Game Pass, the game's free, but the expansions you have to pay for, right? Uh, so there's different things that you can't do inside the park unless you have the expansion or whatnot. But overall, I'm having a blast with this and the kids loving it. And I was like, I was like, man, I was like, this is really fun. And then I look at it, I go, maybe I should stream it. If I stream it, no one's going to watch that shit. No one's going to, no one's going to watch it. There's like, there's like nope. eight, eight people watching it on online. I was like, yeah, no, I'll, I'll just play it on my own time. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm playing that. And there's another game that I'm thinking about playing this weekend. Um, but um, we'll see if, if if I get the code or not for it. I'll I'll let you know if I get it. Uh, I can't mention it right now because I don't know if it's. But uh, yeah, so there's little games out there that I want to I want to play. You're not playing Foxhole. Uh, Hell Let Loose. Hell Let Loose is on PlayStation 4 and 5. Sarge doesn't have one. Otherwise, I would jump on it. Um, but if Hell Let Loose came out for Xbox... I would play it. I would play it because Battlefield 2042 is not looking very exciting to me. Um, but and that'll be a great segue. We're gonna we're gonna jump into uh, the next story, which will be Battlefield 2042. There's a couple little stories for Battlefield. Uh, one of the one of the stories is Battlefield 2042 console players aren't happy about the grenade button. Okay, now the grenade button. I guess the default grenade button is been switched sarge after all these years it's been switched and now obviously you could probably change it i would assume in in the uh, in the layout but the controller scheme shows that the grenade button in battlefield 2042 open beta is set to the up button on the playstation 5 dual sense directional pad uh to repeat to throw the grenade Why? button is on a directional pad on the left side of the controller to use this button players will have to remove their thumb Okay, to joystick to respond for their movement, forcing them to pause to throw the grenade. Okay, alternatively, they can make a claw using their index finger. So let me let me let me show you. If if you have to make you can make a claw and then move this as you're doing this, you can take this finger and then and, and then push. <laughs> right? It's like why 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 would you change the button? I mean, there, there's controller mapping now. It doesn't really matter. But the fact that some developers said, hey, I'm going to fuck around with people, you know, you know, because Steve has a broken finger. Yeah. Right. And he can hold the controller normal and he can do this and you and do grenade. <laughs> no problem, because his finger has been broken since like he is 12. So he decided that for his convenience, he would make the grenade button up on the D-pad because it's very convenient for Steve. I, but I'm the rest of the world who plays first person fucking shooters who have playing Battlefield for fucking ever. Why would you change the grenade button? Why? Right. Why? Oh. It does. I, to me, Why? this this is an engineer that that was working in the in the system, and never played a first person shooter game in his entire life. Entire life. There's no way a developer, okay. There's no way a developer in this day and age that played any first person shooter game would make the up directional pad. Up, up, up. Uh, uh, it's, it's bullshit. It's a bullshit on the left side. On the left side. I'm calling shenanigans. It's not. It's not a real story. It's shenanigans. Well, it, it's, it's just it, basically somebody trolled me just to get me angry about a grenade button. That's that's what that was. Okay. That's all that was. Well, there's from, no way. From that, we're gonna go to Battlefield mobile gameplay footage leaks online, and and you know what I say. What do we, what, what, 
What do we say? I always say there's no such thing as as leaks. There's, there's no such thing as leaks. There's no such thing as leaks. There's no such thing as leaks. That like, this is purposely getting leaked because yes, it's not Battlefield 2042, but it's Battlefield, and people that talk about Battlefield, they start getting more more in tune with Battlefield 2042 that's coming along, right? This is why they're also giving out Battlefield 1 and 5 for free if you're on PC and whatnot, because it's cross-promotion. Like, you, like when you watch, I always say this, if you watched, if you watched The Mandalorian Season 1, okay, at the end of Season 1, you're like, man, I want to play a Star Wars game, and you put Battlefield or Battlefront 2 in and started playing Boba Fett, or you went to Star Wars... The Old Republic MMO and made a bounty hunter to be Boba Fett, okay, and to pretend that you were him. This is just how life works, you know what I mean? So this this is this is how marketing works. So obviously, this leak that comes out, it's around 10 minutes of footage, okay, to be analyzed and, and whatnot. So not to me, it says leaked, but it's definitely not leaked. Okay, definitely not leaked. If you are watching us, just a reminder, if you're watching us right now, we usually only do this stream over on YouTube. You might be watching us on Twitch or YouTube at simultaneously. We do appreciate you uh, for hanging out with us tonight. So what do you think, Sarge? What do you think about the uh, the mobile game <clears throat> being leaked? I don't... Well, first of all, it's not. you're 100% correct. It's not leaked. I mean, well, they, they talk about they talk about it as, as as being leaked, but did anyone say good, bad, or indifferent? They didn't like the control scheme. They didn't like how it works. They didn't like the latency. They didn't like the way a character moved. Like, is anybody saying anything, or is it just basically COD, but Battlefield? That's the same thing, right? Oh, for the are you talking about like for, for the, me for the mobile stuff? I mean, like I can't I can't listen. For I have big hands. I'm getting older. I can't hold on to a phone and try to play Battlefield. You know what I mean? Like, I need to be nice couch, big TV, in the dark, headphones on, trash mouth open, like, getting ready to play Battlefield. Like, that's right. how I play Battlefield. Right. Like, I can't play on this little teeny phone for convenience because I need to kill somebody so bad, and I hate traffic, so I'm going to pull over in traffic so I can play around a Battlefield on my phone. Like, I haven't reached that level yet, and I never will because I'm not playing Battlefield on a little fucking dinky stream. I'm just not. However, the kids love it, and I know they do. I know they do. Yeah, if, if so, I, I get it. If I play Battlefield but, but on just, my just phone, just think for a moment. Just, but just think about it for just a moment. My thumbs Everybody cover three quarters of the screen. You know what I mean? Just, but, but think of it this way. Just think for a moment. When we were growing up, when we were growing up, we had maybe thirteen-inch TV. Oh yeah, twenty-four-inch my, TV. My, my iPad right? is the same like, size as my first TV. Right, like we played on really small screens. And as we've gotten older, we love big screens because it. I get to see more of the game. I want to be in the world. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, the hot new ticket is for people to play AAA titles on a fucking six-inch screen or a three-inch screen. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. Right. I'm glad right. you were born. I'm glad you guys were born into 65-inch TVs. You guys, you guys were born. You grew up at six years old. They put you in the middle of Best Buy. Fucking walls of TVs. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Me, I grew up fucking 12-inch TVs, 13-inch TVs, <laughs> yeah, 24s, yeah. Yeah. right? And you think I'm going to play on a 6-inch screen because it's exciting yeah, to no. me? Go fuck yourself. No, <laughs> yeah, no. shot. Yeah, I, I remember shot. I remember when I, I used to have a – I still have a projector and a, and a theater. I know Water bought one earlier uh, this year, right? 
playing at first person, I didn't care about the the uh, millisecond time. I'm not a professional gamer or anything, right? I played with my projector on a 120 inch screen in 1080p, right? Because there wasn't 4K yet, and I, my my reticle. My reticle is six feet right. in diameter. <laughs> right. The reticle, the reticle is as big as yeah. your head on yeah. the screen. Like yeah. my reticle is six feet in diameter, and I love it. And I loved it. Love playing it like oh. that. And, and by the way, in case in case you needed to be trained in first person shooters, I know I, I know most of you guys know this already. But when you play on a big screen TV, if you want to practice what knowing what center of the screen is. You just put a fucking red yeah, dot. You put a red dot in the middle of your TV. That's it. You put a red fucking sticker just, right in the middle of your fucking TV and learn where the middle of your TV is. Yep. And then after two weeks of playing with a red dot in your TV, headshots all day, kid. Yep. All day, all day. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's so, it's it's so so good, especially on a six foot, six foot, hundred twenty inch screen. A red dot. You could put a tennis ball in the center yeah. of the fucking screen. Right. That's the best. That's the best. Yeah. You just gotta throw it on the old jeweler's uh jeweler's headset yeah. to get the full yeah, modification. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then another one comes in front of it, and another one comes in front yeah. of it because you have to yeah. zoom I got, in. I got Timmy an iPhone, I got Timmy an iPhone 13 because he's a genius, you know, and I got him battlefield, and then I got him a I got him a jeweler's lens so he could play yeah. the game. Yeah. So that's that's the uh the second battlefield story. The third battlefield story that we got here. Oh, that's the grenade one. That's okay. So this is this is a the title. I'm just going off the title, okay? And I want to talk about this because it's a speculation of mine, and I want to see where you guys land on this, okay? Battlefield 2042 beta requires Xbox Live Gold, but not PlayStation Plus, okay? So obviously, weird. so obviously, right? Where what is Xbox trying to do with Xbox Live or Gold, right? They've combined it with Game Pass. Right? They've combined it. it out. Gonna I understand it out. that, but they've combined it with Game Pass. Okay, so he's PlayStation doesn't have to pay for to be online; it's free. Okay, but Battlefield to play, you have to be on Gold, meaning you have to pay for it. So, my speculation here is that it's coming to Game Pass. Okay, it's coming to Game well, we Pass. Know, we already know. We already know that. Okay, we just we just can't prove it day one, but we know it's going to Game Pass because if. If they want you to have gold, then you go, well, I, if I get gold, well, gold's included in the Game Pass. So they want you to get into Game Pass, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You need to pay PlayStation to get access to online. Well, it says in the article, P PlayStation Plus, you do not have to have PlayStation Plus, right? So how does that work? You you guys tell me because I don't I have a PlayStation, but it's not online. I play single player games all the time, right? So according to Twitter account, it says you mean you mean it's not it's not EA Play. You mean maybe that's what you mean? Maybe it's not EA. No, the play. Ti the title says Battlefield twenty four two beta requires Xbox Live Gold, but not PlayStation Plus. That sounds weird, right? You don't need PlayStation Plus for free games, right? And, and and you also don't need you don't need gold like they opened up like Fortnite and uh, Modern Warfare or uh, Cold War or whatever uh, for Call of Duty you don't need Xbox Gold anymore to play those games right you can just have Xbox and play those games regardless so it says according to here it says the account beta Battlefield 2042 requires Xbox Live Gold memberships to play but doesn't require PlayStation Plus subscriptions 
This is a little odd as early this year, Xbox announced free-to-play games such as Fortnite, Call of Duty, Warzone, or Apex Legends will no longer require Xbox Live Gold to play. Now, this might potentially be a result of a mix-up based on the fact that Battlefield 2042 isn't a free-to-play shooter. Now, there has been speculation that it might end up on Xbox Game Pass. Now, I haven't read this beforehand. Because the Xbox deal with EA Play at some point down the road, but if it is made clear that the title won't be a day one Xbox Game Pass edition. Okay. Uh, Battlefield 2042 beta on PlayStation will not require PlayStation Plus, but Xbox players will require Xbox Live Gold. The possibility is that Xbox might fix this and make Battlefield 2042 open beta not require Xbox Gold. However, as many people trying to out the beta will likely end up purchasing the final game. They'll need to have it anyway when the game officially releases later this year. So this is my point. Okay. If you need... And again, this is my speculation. My speculation, right? If you need Xbox Live Gold, paying for gold just doesn't make sense, right? Obviously, it's like 5 or $7, I think, whatever it is, for gold. And that you could pay $10 to get Game Pass for the basic version of Game Pass. So to me, this is Xbox's... Microsoft, I should say. Microsoft's trying to get people to go not only just to get gold, but to get Game Pass to push up Game Pass. Now, I don't know if it's coming to Game Pass day one. I've always said it's coming to Game Pass. I would like to say it's coming day one, like I did in the past, but obviously I don't know. But I do believe it's coming to Game Pass. This, to me, kind of leads me a little bit more to believe that it is coming to Game Pass sooner rather than later. I don't know where, where you where you sit with this, Sarge. I don't, I don't think it's difficult to make it go on Game Pass or not. I don't think it's one of these things where we have to set up the servers or some kind of nonsense. The, the stuff is set up to, to be downloadable in the store day one so my thing is like i said the first time around is we're gonna see how the sales are for battlefield right and they're gonna they're gonna milk the sales for as long as they can and if they don't hit the numbers that they want to hit in the time span that they want to hit it at well they're then gonna, it will go game pass well no here's what i think i think the player count will diminish dramatically they're gonna make their money they've already made their money this is like a cyberpunk all over again as far as a lot of people already pre-ordered. A lot of people you are already going to so? get. Yeah, a lot of people already pre-ordered this game. A lot of people are going to get this game regardless. You're going to see it like number one on the on on Twitch, and you're going to see reviews, and you're going to see videos on YouTube. It's it, in that in that realm. It's going to be very popular, but then it's going to go drop dramatically. And I think the way they keep the player base up, at least on Xbox, is put on Game Pass. It makes sense because EA Play is already there. They already have a partnership with them. Uh, and whatnot. Well, isn't 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 the game supposed to be crossplay? I thought this game was supposed to be crossplay. Yeah, once uh, I believe it is, but once they get your initial sixty dollars, seventy dollars, eighty dollars, ninety dollars, hundred hundred twenty dollars, whatever it is, whatever version you're getting, um, th the next time you need money, if they put it on Game Pass, more people can then not get into it with the sixty seventy dollar price tag, and they can just get the season passes. They can get the other stuff just for that much cheaper, right? I don't know. It is. It is. Well, how is how is how is the structure now about DLCs and content? Because the the number one problem for a Battlefield game over time is always the separation of or the splitting up of the of the of the population, because people don't get the next set of maps, and so not everybody gets the maps, and so right. there's a smaller pool, then it's a smaller pool. Well, they they like, changed that model over so, so, for Battlefield Five, right? The, the, all the updates were well, free. Yeah, but the, for, well, that's a great statement. All the updates had nothing to do with maps, except for that one at the end, and then no one was playing it, so no one cared. 
Like that's well, that's basically what it was. It the, just it just fell off the earth. The problem I see with Battlefield 2042 is that it has that is it called the uh, the portal right? The portal. Uh, it has portal, and I think portal, and then the other game mode, Hazard Zone. You're gonna have a player base that's completely spread apart. You're gonna have to have exponentially a lot of numbers of people to keep those three. You have the regular Battlefield mode. Right, like the rush and the, and the, and the, and the conquest now. and all that stuff. That's why the bots are... then, you, then you have why your hazard you zone. Bots? Then you have your portal. They're going to have a lot of problems keeping. You know, we're talking like a month and a half later. You're going to have problems on certain consoles or systems to keep people across. I mean, if if Battlefield doesn't have the fun factor of like an older Battlefield game, then like 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 Krebsy Kre like says, it's going to suffocate. Between Splitgate, Halo, COD. It's like, do I, do I really need to play a Battlefield game? That's right. Well, the way I look at just it, another... P PL says the the same thing, right? Like, why? Just the writing's on the wall. It's going to come to Game Pass, so just hold off. Because getting into the game right away, if you wait, you'll have more content down the road anyway. When they introduce more maps and more things, and that's all coming, right? So, well, what's what's the point of me getting into any game day one? At this point in time, at what's the point, point of getting any game day I, one? I don't think there's any, really, to be honest with you. But there isn't. That's that's my point. Like, like the only reason why you get a game day one is because you're excited about it to the point where I want a broken, unfinished game that I have to buy a battle pass for for the content to come out a year later. And if I wait a year to get it, then I just add that year onto the development time, and now I got a complete game, and I got it cheaper. I don't get it. Right. I don't get why I want to buy it day one. Early adopters have to pay more. And they get less, and they're testers, right? Yeah. On, mo on most games, yeah. 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 The, the the structure on Battlefield is weird, um. But we'll we'll see what happens, right? I don't know. I just find it strange. I just find it strange that they they talk about it that it needs gold. And it's like, well, they're trying to knock out gold. So why would they make people get gold? It's it's not about it's not so about they're trying to get them to get on it's, Game it's, Pass. It's a slow it's a slow turn where. It just phases out. Yeah, they completely. want they want to push like, you into Game Pass. You, your your gold subscription is Game Pass. That's basically what they're talking about. I mean, you're paying more for gold now anyway. It used to be sixty dollars for the year, right? Now it's not. Now it's one hundred and twenty dollars a year. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like it just they just turned up the heat. Like okay, so you you have to play online, right? So you can't really say no, right? Oh, but we're gonna give you options. Here's the gold version and the Game Pass version. And like, well, okay, well. I really don't want the Game Pass version, but for five dollars more, what's the point? You're already charging me double, right? That that's that's basically what we're talking about. You doubled the price of gold, and then give me an option of five dollars more well, a month no, they, for Game Pass. They, so what's what's the bigger they were, what's they were the bigger draw? They were going to double the price, but they didn't do that. They 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 put it back down to normal, right? Yeah, they they no, were. I don't think I don't think yeah, it's sixty. I'll, yes, I'll look no, it up right it's, now. It's, it's, I don't they, think it's sixty. They they announced that they were going to raise it, and then they said. Uh, the the population went like they went crazy, okay. And they said, "Oh, we were just joking. We we're just joking." No, it's the same price. Yeah, it's the same price. This is why I'm saying they're, now. They're, right. They're they're trying to push you towards Game Pass. It's correct me if I'm wrong. It's it's seven ninety nine a month if you play individual. I believe it is for for gold, unless you get the the sixty dollar. I don't even think they do sixty dollars anymore. I think they only do the forty dollar like three month or six month. I don't think you can get a full year anymore if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm not sure. And they don't, want to, give, they don't want to get you a full year yeah. because, because they want to advertise to you every three months. 
I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure they only do six months total. They don't. They don't let you do the. Yeah, they're they're trying to push people towards the Game Pass. So let's talk about Game Pass again, right? So Marvel Avengers. All right, the next story is Marvel Avengers. Marvel Avengers. I I have to say I was I was completely wrong about this, Sarge. I was completely wrong. I said that Marvel Avengers. No, but you called. You called it. I know. Game Pass. I know. Just a year later. You're ruining a joke. You're ruining my joke. Right. I oh, was I, I was wrong because I was three weeks off. I, I said one year after it launches. It was one year and three weeks after it launched, or four weeks. And and now today, they released Marvel Avengers on Game Pass. Okay. Uh, so here's the thing: everyone thinks that this is going to like save the game, and it's not. It's not going to save the game. And here's here's another problem that they did with this. Okay. So it's cross-play, Sarge. They released it on Game Pass. It's cross-play. But it's only cross-play with Xbox and Microsoft. So the people that have been playing on the PC for one year on Steam, okay, can not play cross-play with Xbox or Windows. Okay. But they can only play with the people on Steam. Now, if you get it on Windows... Okay, then you can play with people on Xbox or Windows PC. But if you've been playing this game for a year, I don't see, and I'm talking like the smallest population possible. If you're on Steam right now, you're like, oh good, I get to play cross-play, but I get Game Pass, you pay for Game Pass, you get it on your Microsoft Windows computer now, okay, and that you restart your whole fucking game. Like, no. That's not going to happen. There might be a very small percent. You, one of you might be in chat right now that you're like, you know what? I put I put a thousand hours into to the the Steam version. I'm going to put a thousand hours into the Microsoft Windows version. I, I don't see that happening for the majority of the population. So, two steps forward, three steps back. Right? They release it for Game Pass. Great. It's out for Game Pass. Now, this should prove to all the PlayStation people out there that we're saying that. There's there's a player base. There's there's I don't know why they keep bringing up Steam. Steam is not dying, and there's still people playing the game. Yes, in your closed little bubble on PlayStation, there's a very healthy community playing PlayStation. I can tell you firsthand on Xbox when I wait ten minutes to get into a matchmaking game. Okay, there's no player base for Xbox now that now that it's on Game Pass. I'm sure if I turn it on, I'll have to give it a week or so though because they're not going to be up high enough to go into a, a match with me. Okay. But I'm pretty sure, okay, I'm pretty sure that uh that the, the player base will be there now because of Game Pass. But is this going to make or break? No, people will play the game. They're eight hours, they're 15 hours, play the campaign and put the game down. Right? The problem with this game is not the campaign. The problem with this game is not the heroes. The problem with this game, okay is the end game for what they sold you for multiplayer and co-op stuff, okay? And mind you, Xbox players out there that are getting it on day one, players still fall through the floor. Your Xbox will shut off, guaranteed, okay? You'll crash. You'll fall through the map. If you don't fall through the map, the NPCs still fall through the map. These are all problems that were in the game since day one of last year, and congratulations, you no longer have to pay for that upfront of the $60, $70, Okay, you now just have to pay for your Game Pass, download 117 gigs on your hard drive, and you too can experience a beautiful uh, glitchy game one year later. So, 
Sarge doesn't have to say much about this, but yeah. So Marvel Avengers is on Game Pass now. I, I have said everything I was going to say about Marvel Avengers since we started talking about Marvel Avengers. I, I don't care anymore. Like, uh, I have... I have the vision in my head what they're supposed to do with that, that game. That game, that the game currently, if they did it the way they're supposed to do it, could run forever. But they decided to take the cheap way out. They wanted to make a Marvel version of Fortnite and sell skins. That's what they wanted to do. And so that's what they did do. And so now you've got a Marvel game with Fortnite skins that's going to be on Game Pass. So they don't care anymore about the game. They just care how many people get on and buy a couple skins here and there. That's that's what when, you care when about. Sar when Sarge says Fortnite skins, he doesn't mean actual Fortnite skins in the game. He's talking about the the uh, the structure of paying fifteen dollars for the skins, right? Um, and and it's funny to me. Everyone's excited about this game on on Twitter because every time they release a like today they released the Captain America Infinity War skin, and everyone's like, "Oh man, it's so good!" And I'm like, "You guys see what's happening? When, here? Did, you you, when did you guys turn into a bunch of girls that you care about what your character looks like that much? Like, like you're playing Barbie dress up. That's what you guys care about. You don't care about the actual superhero game, like the actual the gameplay, actual game, people falling through maps about, and stuff. You care about the skins in the game. You care about how you're dressed, like." I understand most, you know, some of us are getting more accustomed to be metrosexual. You want to care about how you look, but it's a fucking video game, right? I'm not giving you $15 well, for fucking here, skin. Here's the thing, Stealth. I want a game. Stealth, I want a, game. a longtime viewer of this, right? He's had a lot of hours. He's been playing since day one, um, and he's a PC player. And today he told me he deleted it from his computer because he said, I can't play cross-play with anybody. He's like, so I have to start over on windows he goes and when i heard that he's like i just deleted it now this is this is a character this is a person that has put money towards the game not a lot but he's he's spent microtransactions on the cosmetics and now he's just deleting the game and i asked him today i said doesn't that hurt he's like yeah it is what it is he goes but he's like it, it sucks that it came down to this right they've literally pushed him out of the game because they're not fixing the problems right and now there's no crossplay. There's no population on Steam. It takes 10 minutes on Xbox, like I said, to try to find someone to get to play a game with, right? It's just, it's excruciating. And that's if it's working properly. Okay? If it's working properly. So, I don't know. It's very a very strange uh what's happening there. But hey, welcome uh Game Pass members. Uh if you're in the game, I'll if I ever play the game again, I'll be more than happy to 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 pull you through a a section. Pull you through a section. Uh, let me see here. Xbox, that's that story. Uh, the next story I want to talk about is, uh, let's talk about Rockstar. Okay, there's two stories here that I want to kind of like touch on. Let me see if I can find the other one. Uh, where the hell is this one? I can't find it. That's the Japanese bed. I can't find the 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 article I want to talk about, which is Phil Spencer and let me open up Discord again. Uh, Phil Spencer and um, Zelnick the, the, from Take Two had a conversation and this like like round table type of uh, conversation, right? Where they talk about Game Pass and how the last time we checked, it had twenty three million, but it was speculative of what they had the actual readout the last time they talked about it was like 18 million 18 million uh players now during an interview zelnick the take two uh head was talking about stuff and he came across and said 
in a, in a, in a quote, he said, yeah, you know, to, to work with, uh, with game, things like game pass, you know, they have 30 million subscribers. Uh, and he says something like that. Right. Phil. And Phil's like, uh, well, the last time we reported it, it was, it was 18 million. Okay. And then from that, Zelnick kind of like, kind of brushed it off and was like, well, it's, it's more than 18, right? Now, how would he know what Xbox's numbers are unless there was some business I like where this is going? Unless, I like where this is going. Unless some business was happening in the behind the scenes, okay? Behind the scenes where Phil and him because were talking. Because of the stupidity, because of the stupidity, I'm changing my vote off of Ubisoft. <laughs> okay. Because so, of this speech. Okay, so because of this, because of this speech, th this is this is the exact quote. I found I found the story now. Okay, Zelnick, uh, he says we spoke uh, Xbox Game Pass. Uh, we think about it, bringing more games to more people, but not as a replacement for retail. In fact, we had our biggest year in retail ever last year, and we suggest as a subscription we're growing. Okay, Zelnick continued to talk about interactive media and how subscription services need to offer content consumers what they want. He then asked Spencer, I think last time we checked, we got around 30 million subs, right, Phil? Uh, something like that. And Phil Spencer responded, well, the last public number we announced was 18 million. Zelnick then appeared to try to course correct himself by saying it's more than 18. He continued by noting that in order to for a service like Game Pass to grow to a larger audience of something like 200 million, it needs to serve consumers well. Okay, so we talked about a story last week, if you guys remember last week, okay? Sorry, I don't know if you're frozen or if, uh, if, you're, if, you're, if your camera's busted. I think your camera's busted. I don't even know if you're still with me right now. Um, I, think, I, think, I think you're, okay, you're still there? Okay, great. So basically, the, what I'm hearing here without, without them saying it is there was a communication between Take-Two and Microsoft. And last week we had a story about who would Microsoft pick up if they had a big studio to pick up. And it was Square Enix and Ubisoft and Sega and Take-Two. This is just a this is just a very loose conversation. It wasn't it was it wasn't it was a theory, it was speculation. And both of us said it would not be Take-Two just because of money. Because of Rockstar of Grand Theft Auto alone, it would cost them big big bucks for Take-Two. Okay? Now, with Zelnick talking about Game Pass and to grow a large audience to something like 200 million, if Microsoft paid the money to take two to get games like the Borderlands series, to get Grand Theft Auto onto only Xbox exclusively, where it's only on Game Pass, you know what I'm saying? You hear me here? Because then the, the, the salty, the salty tears would be immense. Right? So. Like that check has to be big, but Zelnick saying it has to be a large audience, something up of 200 million. Well, how many people bought Grand Theft Auto? How many sales? They're at like 160 million copies or 170 million copies now. They sell literally 20 million copies a year, okay, for eight years, okay? So I'm not saying this is happening, but him talking about making Game Pass exponentially higher Moving a game, moving Rockstar's games onto Game Pass only, that would 100% sign the deal that Xbox Game Pass would 100% rocket ship up to 100 million, at least 100 million people 
getting Game Pass, which that's that's a lot, right? So I don't know, chat. I don't know where you think that where where, where we stand there. Let me know what you think in the comment section down below or in the comments uh, it, right now in chat. Do you think that this is possible, right? We thought Bethesda was out of the question. I didn't. I'm on record saying that I think they could buy Bethesda, and I said it two years ago. And they bought them for $7.2 billion or $7.4 billion, okay? The check for, for Take-Two is just Rockstar. It's the number one entertainment piece of entertainment of all time, okay? That would be, we're talking $30 billion? $40 billion? $50 billion? I, I, it, would, it would depend on how the deal is structured. It doesn't. If it was a, if it was a number like that, it probably wouldn't be upfront, like they're buying them out. They're probably some kind of. It would depend on how the contract was written. Oh no, I think they would buy them out if they're looking for big acquisitions. I'm talking about if they buy Take Two, not if they just deal with Rockstar. I'm talking about if they buy Take Two. No, I no, I know, no, I know, but I still think the deal would be structured in a in a in a in a different way it would be creative it would be a creative purchase it wouldn't be a a direct buyout because i don't think i don't think take two has to because like like we said before either you take that money and the guys who lead the company are gone they just gonna disappear they're gonna take their money and just disappear or there's a structure in there that wants to keep them there over the point of them being out being out being purchased We'll see. So it's a strange, uh, it's a strange conversation between those two guys. That's all I have to say. Right. Like, how would he, why would, why would he know? Why would he know about that stuff? You wouldn't tell your information to another businessman unless you were trying to get in bed with them, right? Like, you wanted to make a deal with them in some way. Hey, uh, take but, two. How well, much would you pay? Well, how much subscribers do you have for Game Pass? Oh, we have about 30 million, right? Yeah, but oh, okay. In the, in the past, when the story comes out, like when the story came out that Microsoft was purchasing Bethesda, those talks happened months ago, maybe even almost a year ago when those talks started, okay? The statement that he made to Phil, that stupid little statement back and forth between you're guessing how many subscribers there are, like like, like you, you're pretending like you know, you don't know type of thing, that says to me they've been talking. And that means they've been talking for a, a while. It's not just a, a conversation that came up right then and there on camera. It was a conversation that you guys had when you were talking your talks about what you guys both wanted. Right. And so if if it comes to pass, like in February or March, they talk about the acquisition of Take-Two, then we know back in summer of 2021 is what they were talking about it. You're right, Reese. They could have they could have talked about it in that way, but why would why would they deal deal? Because if if Microsoft is buying to put space on, or if if Rockstar's like, how many people do you have on on Game Pass? They're like, oh, we have eighteen million. They're like, okay, because Rockstar has put Grand Theft Auto and and um, Red Dead Redemption on there multiple times now, multiple times. So they've had, but I don't think in a, in a conversation like. You would pay for that and know they could tell you what they want and tell me how many users and stuff they have. But I don't know. It just seems like a real conversation that where Zelnick said in the quote that I've read, it looks like Zelnick overstepped what he was supposed to say. And Phil was like, well, the last time we talked about it publicly, it was 18 million. So and then Zelnick tried to try to shift a little bit. Right. 
He's like, well, it's more than 18 million, but it's, maybe it's not 30 million. But then he's talking about it needs to be up to 200 million to make a game pass really, I don't know. In, in business talk, it seems like they, they've been talking and maybe, maybe, maybe that's why the rumors are around. Maybe they saw them talking or like, well, maybe they're buying take two. I, I don't know if they are or not. Would I be surprised? I would. I would be surprised if they, if they paid uh, take two from last week when we talked about it. I think Ubisoft or Square Enix or Sega are much more valuable uh, in, in, or I should say valuable, more, much more reasonable of picking them up than it is a take two just because of Grand Theft Auto. So another story of Grand Theft Auto real fast is that Rockstar seemingly, seemingly muting GTA 6 on its YouTube channel. Okay. So Rockstar Games have been promoting Grand Theft Auto 5 for over eight years now. But while it's impressive and the game has managed to stay on the spotlight for so long, a good portion of the fan base is understandably becoming restless with it, okay? They don't want to play GTA 5 for, uh, entirely for another console generation. They wish they had a clear dislike bombing of GTA 5 next-gen YouTuber trailer. And fans want to play the next big title of Grand Theft Auto series. Now, that logically being Grand Theft Auto 6, so they've spent the last few years pestering Rockstar about it, doing so by either plastering anything GTA 6 related across the publisher's various social media accounts, or by including themselves in rumors or speculations surrounding the, uncomfort, uh, the unconfirmed title. But now it seems that Rockstar may finally be getting fed up with it and constant reminders that GTA 5 is not GTA 6. So over at the publisher, the YouTube channel, fans can no longer mention GTA 6 in any way or form in the comments they post on Rockstar's videos. From the looks of it, the comments that contain certain phrases regarding Grand Theft Auto 6 have been blocked from appearing on any videos in the channel's roster. Essentially, anyone that wants to continue reminding Rockstar for demand of GTA 6 will have to do so in a creative fashion. So why do you think they're doing this, Sarge? Do you think they are just fed up or do you think they're doing something uh, because of something else maybe in the background? Well, first of all, I don't like any, anybody censoring anybody how they, how they speak at all. That, that should already be a red flag, regardless of what the context that we're talking about is. Just because I want to talk about GTA 6 in a GTA, in a, in a GTA YouTube site, I can't talk about GTA 6 because you don't want me to, right? A little right. strange, all right? A little strange. All right, so that being said, Rockstar has always done a strange way of promoting their stuff. So now whether this is one of those opposite type tactics where they don't want people talking about it because it's not on the plate, it's not coming out, so just stop talking about it, doesn't make sense to me because people hyping up a game and keeping things alive is what they want. It's called free publicity. So I don't understand why they would want to silence people who want to talk about the next game that's coming out. Now, if, if Rockstar comes out with a game and it's not GTA 6, <laughs> right? right? Everyone's going to be freaking out. They're going to freak out for probably a month about what are you talking about? But once again, the rule is the same. In business, if I don't have to innovate and I can still make money on old things and I don't have to sell a new product, then I don't have to. So I don't like the fact that they're silencing people, but I, I see that as a, as a negative to silence people talking about a game yeah. that they want to buy. It doesn't make sense to me, but that's a, I've seen it done in the past where it's just another type of publicity. So you're, you're talking about it because you can't talk about it. Right. It's just another way right. of, it's, it's another way of everything. Right. Because I can't talk about it on your website, on your actual 
uh, yeah, on your channel. YouTube channel. Yeah, on your, on your channel. Right. Yeah. Then I'm going to talk about it on my own channel or right. somebody else's channel because yeah. I'm not allowed to talk about it there. I want to save this channel to talk about all the shit you can buy in GTA 5 to keep that to keep that market going. But anybody who wants to talk about GTA 6 has to talk about it on their own channel. Well, I like what Breezy says. Then months later in a boardroom, uh, suits say it's not needed anymore. A demand has gone down for GTA 6, right? Because no one's talking about it, <laughs> right? They're like, ah, no one's asking for it. So uh, we forgot. GTA that we 5 it is. Yeah, GTA 5. Let's keep it going. As far as as far as the uh, the buy on Game Pass, I don't know if they, Krebsy, if, they, if they're going to wait for $200 million before they put it on there. And to answer the question, it would be catastrophic for sales, in my opinion, uh, Barrier. It would for the initial sales deck. You could still buy it, right? It's still selling. It's still selling, uh, you know. Right now, every time they took it off Game Pass, it, they've sold more copies than ever before. If it comes on Game Pass officially, let's say, let's say Xbox or Microsoft pays the check and Rockstar is part of Microsoft now. Even if they're giving away... Grand Theft Auto for free on Game Pass. The microtransactions alone on Grand Theft Auto Online, we've already had a conversation about this. What do they make? $1.5 billion a quarter, right? On microtransactions in, in Grand Theft Auto. Like, they're making, they're making bank off of that, right? The initial sale of the $60 or $70 game is not what Microsoft's interested in. That's why they would buy them and not... And not uh, even if they paid $20 billion... They make $4 billion a year off of that, that sign alone, right? They're going to make their money back in five years, six years, especially if they come out with Grand Theft Auto 6, okay? So paying $40 billion in, the, in this hypothetical, I don't know. I don't think they would really lose a lot of money. I think they, in the long run, it could be exclusive for the first, like, six months, only on Game Pass, and then it comes out for PlayStation. It comes out for other things. Because Microsoft said they are still releasing games on other consoles. And it's still coming to PC. They're not going to stop it from PC. It'll just be on the Microsoft Windows section. And the people that don't buy it when it comes out, you're kidding yourself, right? Anyone that played a Grand Theft Auto game, they're going to go out and buy Grand Theft Auto again. They keep buying shit games. Why won't they buy a game that's renowned as being one of the better games in the industry? You know? If, if Cyberpunk 2077 can sell 13 million copies and be a buggy mess and after the fact sell 8 million more copies after it was a shitstorm, I'm pretty sure Rockstar's like, yeah, we got this one. We're good. Right? So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It's, it's never going to come out, though. A gazillion a day. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Maybe Take-Two is asking Microsoft for, the, for flight sim tech for use for the GTA 6. Oh, that'd be, that'd be really good, Krebsy. Right, we talked about that as well. If they use the, the, that information to make Grand Theft Auto World, that'd be pretty cool. Now, it'd be exclusive permanently, not timed. Hopefully, I mean, I don't want to say hopefully. I mean, I, I do believe, I, I do stand by this. If it's a first-party title, I, I believe it should be on their console exclusively. But if it's a third-party game, then it needs to open up to everybody on all consoles across the board. Okay, But if it's a first-party uh, publisher, and they make it for only for that, that system. I have no problem uh, personally with that. All right, let's talk about... Let's talk about... What we got here? This is just a really fun little dumb story, Sarge. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show a picture of this on the, on, the, uh, on, the, on the screen here. Okay. This is, this is a gaming mattress being sold in Japan. But it looks uncomfortable, it says in the title. 
Okay, a Japanese company is now making a gaming mattress, but it doesn't look like the most comfortable bed out there. Now, you can see, I don't know if they go into more detail down here. Do they, do they, there's other pictures here. So here's, here's the mattress. Like it's, it's thin, but I, right, it's, it's thin. Okay. It looks like a hospital mattress type of thing. Like really, really. Yeah, but that's, but that's, the, that's, listen, a, that's normal yeah, over the there. Yeah. The Japanese live on a different, completely different level than we do over here. Yeah. Like they don't, they don't, first of all, their apartments are about as big as that bed. So let, let's, let, you can't tell me that you think that you're going to actually think about having like an American sized bed. Like, I, listen, if, if you're not married and you have no kids, usually your biggest TV is the bedroom. Right? right, you just lay down your bed, your, your food's around you, you're all comfortable, and you zone out. Now, if you're married with kids, either you don't play anymore, you have a you have a garage someplace that you turned into a man cave, or your big TV's out in the living room and you play with a headset. But I mean, for kids, it's for kids. I get it. I mean, I mean, what's the first thing you see when you see this, Sarge? What's the first thing that comes to mind? Uh, chronic back pain <laughs> i was thinking more of like wally like like just you like become back pain. You, you just become like heavily obese you never get out of your bed like yeah, i think if if everything all it needs is a fridge like, like a yeah. fridge within arm distance and that's it yeah just roll over pissing a, in, in a pan right in the i mean listen, like, listen space is very valuable in japan like an apartment is as big as like a whole room that you have in your house. Like the apartment is the room. So this this is you know? this that's a good setup though. Look at that. The monitors, those look like 32 inch monitors on the bed right there. Right. And then she's got her iPad over here. And the best part is she's surrounded by screens and yet she's using her six inch iPhone. <laughs> right. Uh, that's just funny to me. Uh I can't, I can't, I can't go backwards like that. I, I laugh every time I see everyone's like playing, playing these massive games on their six inch screen. And I'm like, I don't know what you guys are doing. It took us, it took us 30 years to get the fuck away from that. And you guys want to play on a six inch screen. You guys are out of your mind. What makes it a gaming mattress? I don't know. I'm sure, it, I'm sure it explains it right here in this picture. But it's well, easy, smash. But I, but but I can't. Mattress, the mattress pulls away all your heat and negativity away from you, so you can have a more cleansing gaming experience. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where it is or what. Why it's a uh, a gaming mattress? I mean, it, it's like a yo It's basically a yoga mat. It's yeah. It's you're a calling, yoga, you're calling, yeah. It's a yoga mat. You, but we can't sell a yoga mat to gamers. Look at so look at this. A, this girl does not look comfortable playing. Hold on, look at this. This girl does not look comfortable playing. Like I mean, where where do you sit up at? Like look, she's even got a snack cart right next to her. Yeah, but like you're you're sitting sideways, typing like what oh. what moron set this advertisement up? Like yeah. <laughs> you're a, it's a gaming rig. You're facing the screen. The keyboard and stuff is in front of you. Like yeah. who is gonna play with themselves crooked like this? Like oh, oh, yeah, I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look at the screen like this and. Use yeah. the mouse like this in front of the side. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Who set this up? What's the difference between a gaming chair and a normal chair? That's true. But here's the best part is what Reese just said. The mattress is the controller. That'd be fucking hilarious. Like you're laying down and you're just like, you're like smacking the, the, the bed to move and you're like shifting your hands because it's got like a oh, touch so it's sensitive. Like the Nintendo, it's, like, yeah. it's like the Nintendo big game it's pad. pad. It's, it's the big game pad. You're yeah. sleeping on it. Yeah. It's, it's not, oh, it's genius, Sarge. Yeah. You just, you just get... 
the game pad or a Dance Dance Revolution pad and slide it right underneath your bed sheets. And then you connect that to the thing and then you can just start smacking the... You yep. jump up and but, down like this. But the problem is you can only throw the grenade if you fart. Right? That's, <laughs> that's the only way you can, that's the only way you can throw it. Yeah. They got rid of the up deep pad. Now farting in the bed throws yeah. a grenade. Yeah, grenade. That's, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's fantastic. Wow. Fantastic. I'm telling you, man. I don't know. People are like, what can we come up with? Look, first of all, let me go back to this picture. Can you look how many fucking monster energy drinks she's got on that shelf next to her? Yeah, she's got kidney stones. That's all. That's all you need. That's all you Hold need to know. Hold on a second. Can I? Can she's, I open she's this up? She's twenty-three, and she's got kidney stones the size look, of fucking basketballs. Look! Look at! Look at the how many fucking energy drinks they got here. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot of energy drinks. Well, shit. Well, uh, with that many energy drinks, why have a mattress? It's true. <laughs> And why do you need why do you need so many headphones? I don't understand. What is what is it? Um, I hate to tell her, but her wireless internet is definitely wireless. There's no there's nothing going into it. There's no wire going into that thing. There's no wires leading to that bedroom. There's no there's, there's everything everything there's she's no sitting wires. on is it's all wireless. There's no wires anywhere. There's no wires to help. Oh, wait, no, there's a wire to the keyboard of the to to the computer, but there's no wires to anything else. Fantastic. Nothing's running on power. No. It's just all solar, yeah. solar osmosis. Everything's there. Funny. Well, let's be honest. Wires are, are are bad for photos. No one wants to see all the wires. They'll be like, look at that. Get some get some wire control. Wrangle that shit up. Oh uh, yeah, literally dropping bombs. That's right, Mo. When you fart, you're farting and dropping bombs. That's right. And and, and it'll definitely cut down on the grenade spam. Unless, unless, of course, you eat like a can of beans while you're playing oops, Battlefield. In oops, which case, I shit my, yeah. In you're which case, you're, you're, you spam grenades or you shit the bed, one or the other. <laughs> you're playing with... Tim, Tim, I need some grenades. Hold on a second. <laughs> oh, shit. Hold on. I, uh, Tim left. Tim Tim just shit the bed. He literally shit, he shit the bed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Throw down an ammo crate and shit, and shit the bed. <laughs> That's it. He just shit, shit himself. Good old Tim. Takes. Then, then you go back to the. the I, I need the a shit bucket. Is amazing. The technology is amazing. Technology is amazing. I can calibrate my my gaming mattress to be any button on the computer. <laughs> All right. Next story I want to talk about. Uh, Netflix has thrown their hat in the ring, Sarge. Netflix has thrown their hat in the ring. They have now purchased um, a studio for themselves. It's Night Studios. Night Studios, um, those of you that don't know who Night Studios is, or Night School Studio, sorry, Night School Studio, is the people Night that- Night School? Uh, Night is the, School Studio. Yeah, yeah. So they created uh, Oxenfree. <laughs> if you guys haven't played Oxenfree, I believe it's on Game Pass. It might be still on Game Pass. But I'd say it's a cool little little narrative story. Um, they have Oxenfree 2 in the works and, and whatnot. So Netflix has purchased them. So they are now making whatever games they're making only for Netflix, okay? Which is interesting because in another article a couple weeks ago, we talked about they were making uh, games for phones. So you can, uh, and it's, it's all going to be free. So you're not going to be able to buy microtransactions or anything. They're making these games and these games are going on the Netflix so you can stream them anywhere, play them anywhere, on your phones, on your TV uh, and, and whatnot. And uh, basically they're going to throw it into the subscription model so they can raise the, the subscription model for Netflix, basically. Right, so there'll be a division of they'll put a couple games out there, 
I'm I'm saying this. They're not really saying this, but they'll put a couple games out there and then raise the price, right? So then you get to stream movies anywhere you want, and then you'll also can play video games uh, there as well. Um, as far as the game Oxenfree, it was a really interesting game. I liked it when we played it. Uh, we played it back in like 2015, 2016. Is it is it really called Oxenfree? Like it's called Ollie Oxenfree. Yeah, Ollie Ollie Oxenfree. Like that kind of Oxenfree. Yeah. Are you being serious right now? It's called Oxenfree. Yeah. It's a good game. It's actually called Oxenfree. It's called Oxenfree. Yes, it's called Oxenfree. That's not a joke. Not a joke. It's an actual game called Oxenfree. Yeah, it's a good game. And what's the game about? <clears throat> it's a, uh, it's like a little adventure. Like you're a group of kids. Is and the you... guy's name Ollie? No, um, I forget what the, the the kid's name is. But there's, um, you go through like, these dimensions, and there's like this. God, I forget how it is. It's. You go through this dimension and you find this like other creature. I want to say it's not it's not it's not a horror game. It's it's like a psychedelical psychedelic type of uh, game. You uh, you're seeing a demon from a, another side. It, oh, it really is. Nice. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a fun game. So there's like little puzzles and little things you have to go go search and find certain things and then go back and forth. Uh, like you might go to a location and a location. You might not be able to pass it, so you would have to go back to another location, try to find a clue, and then move on to the next location. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's a nice little like like an adventure game type of thing. It's 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 really fun. I like it. I, I recommend it to anybody that's that hasn't played it. So it's a good studio. I'm kind of sad that they're not gonna. I have to play Oxen Free Two on Netflix. You know what I mean? But you know, man, I can't wait for Netflix to get their own video games. Like I need another set of video games to worry about. Here, let me see if I can find Sarge a uh, a video of Oxen Free. That's all right. I'll look it up later. That's no right. worries. That's all right. We're 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 here. We're here. So this is the uh, this is the style. Let me see if it's probably going to be a commercial on this. Nope. All right, we're good. <clears throat> so this is the art style of it. It's a nice little story. It's kind of sad. Um, it's like a two D. There's there's audio dialogue and whatnot in there. There's voice acting. It's a cool game. Uh, like I said, I do recommend it for people. It's like I said, it's not a it's not a it's not a horror game, but it's it can be a little creepy at times or whatnot. It kind of reminds me of like Goonies a little bit. Like you're on an adventure with your friends. Um, and you have to figure out little puzzles here and there. And there's like, you know, basically, I don't want to say too much because if you haven't played the game, it kind of gives it away. But it's a fun game. Try it out. It's a short game, too. It's not it's not a very long game. Um, is it on Game Pass? It is. I, I believe it's still on Game Pass. It, yeah, so there you go. No way uh Netflix is getting into PC games. No, no, they they've said they've said that Netflix is they're they're doing like phone games. So basically they're they're they picked up Willy Wonka's like whole library and they said that they're gonna make like TV shows and video games. They're probably gonna make studios that make like Stranger Thing games. Like they're gonna make their original original shows and have original games with along with those shows. Right. And we we're talking about this earlier. Right. Like I watched Mandalorian. I wanted to play Star Wars. Right. So if you watch Stranger Things or you watch one of their original shows, you might want to go play a game after that. And they're going to have that game. On their on their Netflix. Right. So in the future, you might watch one of their brand new shows. Imagine watching Cobra Kai. OK. 
on their on their Netflix, and then all of a sudden there's a Cobra Kai video game. It might not be a greatest game in the world, but it's a cross promotion of the actual type of stuff. I feel I like that's what Netflix want, is going to do. I want nothing to do with that. I want nothing to do with that nonsense. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is what it is. So Netflix is tossing yeah, their a, hat in the ring. It's, it's a trash fire waiting to happen. Are you going to sell me Candy Crush? Hmm. <laughs> right. Candy Crush Six or a version of Candy Crush. Um, another story is uh, Blue Point. Blue Point is a game company that did. Uh, is it Demon Souls that came out re- re- recently on PlayStation? They also have done like Uncharted uh, ports and they did Titanfall ports. Uh, it's it's a company that basically has made all PlayStation games their entire lifespan. Okay, they've only made two games that came to Xbox 360 back in the day. They haven't. They haven't. Um, they haven't really done any other thing for any other console, right? So they they are a studio that's only really worked with PlayStation for the last 15 years. Shadow of Colossus, thank you very much. They've done good games. So they got bought out by Sony. This is not really a surprise to me. I can't even say it's a good pickup because they've already were working to make solo games for PlayStation in the past. So now they've just solidified them as a studio that's making first-party title games for PlayStation. So it's one of the companies they picked up. Um, so... Not really a big story, but story nonetheless. So Blue Point is picked up by PlayStation um, or by Sony now. So they'll be making games exclusively for PlayStation. What they were doing in the first place, anyway. Um, like I said, they only made they only made two games. Uh, one I think was Titanfall that came to the Microsoft uh, uh, to play on the PC, and the other one I can't remember the other other game that they made that came. Uh, to 360 i forget what the game is i'm sure chat will let us know but yeah so that's uh that's happening another game i want to talk about right now is the mmo that just popped out uh is uh new world okay new world uh it just launched uh, a couple days ago okay and they hit a million half a million players new world servers go live and the game immediately reaches a half a million players um so Following, uh, so the New World servers went live at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Pacific, uh, on the two days ago. Okay. Uh, and the concurrent player count on Steam immediately crossed over half a million players. Then itself, astonishing feat, but the New World hasn't shown any signs of slowing since. Either the most recent count for concurrent players was nearly 700,000 on Steam and still climbing. This makes it, uh, for the time being on the top game of Steam, um, surmounting even always popular counter-strike global offense okay regarding by new world uh, seeing such impressive launch success despite relatively quite a quiet marketing and low word of mouth there is also a couple of key points uh worth making the biggest is that the major lack of the new new mmo release not just in 2021 but going back several years that's particularly true for popular twitch streamers and the mmos are especially lucrative when it's in the new and fresh as such, the uh, you know lingering new world launch. Now, another problem with new world, though, as they they've come out, is that new world is struggling with servers. Okay, struggling with servers, and so new world has already Steam's most played game of 2021 despite server struggles. Okay, uh, <clears throat> so at the time of writing this, okay, it says new world 684,000 concurrent players and all an all time peak of 707,000 which is hit about a half hour ago. Delheim, which reached earlier this year to a much acclaim, previously held the record at the most played game on Steam this year with an alt peak of 502,000. 
Over on Twitch, 947,000 viewers are watching New World streams, and perhaps those viewers are watching the game because they really hard to play the game right now. Okay, so about 400,000 players are waiting to log into the game and EU servers. Okay, that doesn't even uh, take into account the players looking to jump into other regional servers. Okay, so there's people that were waiting in line for like six hours, eight hours, ten hours to try to get in. Now, that's obviously, standard. standard. It is standard. It's the standard for new MMO. It's standard. Standard for any kind of like, game. Listen, you have you have the trifecta of of nonsense happening, right? There hasn't really been a really good MMO new coming out. Right? There, a lot of people have tried. I don't people like Black Desert. I got some people like certain games, but like, like it hasn't really, you know, scratched the itch to most people. Right. And now you have the problem with WoW. You've got the 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 recession in WoW, and, and people want to try something new. And people from ESO, they've got their six or eight characters all maxed out. They want to try something new. So it just happens to be that this game looks interesting. And so everyone's willing to try. And because everyone's willing to try, the servers aren't going to be able to handle it. That's just, this is this is standard operating procedure for MMO. That's how this works. This is how they, they, they work the kinks out. I, for one, was going to play it on launch. But I thought about it and I said, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get it right away because I don't want to wait in long queue lines. So I don't have that much time to play games on stream. And if I have to sit on stream and be in a queue the entire time, to me, that's a waste of time. So I am probably going to pick up this game and I'll probably play it off stream for the majority because my, my graphics card doesn't run it while I'm while I'm streaming. But uh, yeah, I this is standard. Remember when Grand Theft Auto? Grand Theft Auto to me was one of the worst launches. Grand Theft Auto Five when it came out, no, it took no, no. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Online yeah, was yeah. the worst. Yeah, not not the actual well, well, online. Game. Whatever. When it first launched, it was like two and a half weeks. You couldn't get into the game, right? It was like crashing well, you, and locking and, right. and waiting in queues or things that weren't. There was there was a, a ton of problems with with this, and this happens with every game that comes out, major big game release, right? So for people to get upset, so they did come up with a, uh, a solution. Right. And people are kind of upset about this as well. So Amazon said, hey, if you can't get into the server that you want to get into, go make a character on a on a less populated server. OK. And then when you're ready, when we have more server space, we'll let you move that character for free over to the other server, which is nice and all, which is actually really nice because most people wouldn't even fucking do that. OK, so they're letting you do that. But the problem is people want to play with their friends now and they can't get into the they can't get into the servers and whatnot. And. An MMO, when you're in with a group, is much better than if you're if you're soloing around by yourself, right? You'll get you'll get you'll get upset because you maybe you get ganked if you're trying to do PvP. If you're just doing PvE, you're like, oh, it's taking forever. I don't know where this is or where that is. Now you're playing with someone on Discord, but you're not in the same server as them. They're trying to tell you to go places. Like you're playing with them, but you're not playing with them. You know what I mean? So it is nice that they are letting people uh, move servers for free once they have servers to open. Um, yeah, overall, Amazon, this is a, a big, this is really technically their first big game. Okay. They had Crucible yeah, last year and they fold, they fold that real Reese, fast. Reese said it, Reese said it like, how can Amazon have a server problem? How can Amazon have a server problem? Right. Well, they, they have their own fucking servers that they rent out to people called AWS. Where... That's what I'm talking about. Rick Reese is making a good point. Like it, it, it should, it, for server stability and server issues, this shouldn't even be a problem. I I personally think this shouldn't. 
well, this is my thing. They didn't know how many people were going to come on. They saw the beta. They thought they, they knew what they thought. They're like, all right, let's not, let's not give too many servers. Cause here's the problem. This is, this is a good problem to have. I get it. You know, you but work the, slowly. Here's I the real it. problem, Sarge. The real problem is they got to see how the servers are going to react to population density and how the factions are taking over because there's land taking over. I talked about this the other day. 90% of the servers are going to be people just, ab just abandon them because the three factions that go on there, there's going to be one massive faction that takes over the, most of the, the dominators of the land. And the other two factions are going to be like, no, nah, I don't want to join that faction. And it's kind of boring because there's not really battles going on. This relies heavily on PvP, right? That's end game in this game. And if they have too many servers and people are spread out across all those things, you would have this problem more and more because factions would take over massive part of the massive part of the uh, the maps. And then other servers, there'll be that Goldilocks server, Sarge. I call this the Goldilocks server, where it's like a perfect scenario, okay, where three factions are all playing. The, the, the land is kind of like spread out just evenly enough. They're all battling each other for positions and stuff. Like you see this a lot in Albion Online. I know a lot of people don't know about Albion Online, but it's a MMO sandbox with, you know, economy and domination of like taking over territories and stuff. Lots of different, lots of different territories taken over. It's a fantastic game. If you like that type of game, I played it years ago. I still watch it every once in a while. The map is fantastic. New World's going to have these growing problems with this. A lot of people, and, and another problem with MMO, or I should say New World's MMO, this is MMO light. This is not a paid MMO uh, where you're paying a monthly subscription. This is pay 40 bucks, and you play, you're paying this game, and there'll be other ways they make money down the line, which is the other foot. We'll see what happens there. But they have to, they don't want to, they don't want to dabble into the too many pay players. They want to make sure the, the 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 servers get the player base they they need, and they're also balanced. Because if they open up too many, then you're going to have too too least amount of players playing the, the server, and then the server's going to feel too boring. And then if you have, you know what I'm saying? So they have to balance it out. Everybody, everybody who's an MMO type of person that they want to give the new MMO a try. It's not a big deal. I I I agree with though with Reese on this one. Like Amazon should do a better job, especially if it's a server issue. Like you've got plenty of servers, Amazon. Let's not bullshit. Yeah, this is like the third day, I think. Third day or uh, it came out Tuesday, twenty eighth, I believe. It's like it's like that the uh, the the people higher up don't want to spend too much money on this this risk right it was the first experiment this is their first big big game yeah so they don't want to get it yeah. i get it yeah but amazon can flush down five or six anthems and no problem down that toilet and they'd have that they wouldn't hurt their their bottom line so let's not pretend that amazon's short on money no i, I really don't think it's about the money i, I really do think it's they, this is their first time coming into an mmo and they don't know what to expect and i get it it's it's sort of but, like the, the same but, problem but with Battlefield. There are, but there are nine other there are nine or ten other companies who have been running MMOs for over four or five years apiece. Some have been going past a decade. So maybe you should pick up the phone, call them, and have dinner with those guys, and just talk about it like a normal people would do. Like I'm trying to do this big thing. You right. guys have been doing it for a while. Can I get some pointers from you? Like you you think that nobody you think they're all like little cave trolls sitting in a corner somewhere coming up with their own MMO <laughs> and not going to discuss any kind of MMO talk yeah. to anybody else yeah. ever? Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Please. Well, the, the, but that's why I, that's why I get annoyed when that when a new MMO comes out and they don't do half the shit that a standard did, MMO. Is right. What they did like twenty like, years ago. You, you you guys wanted to come out with an MMO, but you don't have like head changes or costume changes in your MMO. Like you thought that was supposed to be left out. 
like that kind of shit there well yeah. even even look i think new world first off I'll, I, and i like the game but star wars galaxies back in the day like you would walk across that map it was empty and then like you just started on that planet of tatooine and you walk across the desert there's nothing there you come back a week later and there's a fucking building there you come back a week later there's town. a town there right there's a there's a there's a that kind own, of system right. I liked. No but, other but game the economy, has done this. But the, but the economy is completely on the player. Right. right? No. Completely. What, I, what I'm saying in this game, this in this new world, it's called New World, but yet you show up and there's a fucking city already built. There's already a town built. Like, I personally think if they wanted something groundbreaking and do something different like this, they could have done what Star Wars Galaxy did 20 fucking years Grind. ago. Grind, find up gold. Right. You're the first guy who puts a yes, building down. Yes, you're the first. And then right. next time you come you're, around, you're there's, the first. there's two buildings. And, and then there's a town. And then there's a you, yes. you establish an actual yes. community. Like, I think they missed yes. the ball, personally, on this. Instead, it's just like, there's a town already there. It's a new world. And then here's the another. Ones, the ones that grind are the ones that make enough money to start their own business and be the shopkeepers of the town that they created. Right, right. I personally think that would have been a, a much better activity uh in in that way but you know whatever uh another thing i want to talk about real fast about new world i want to bring this up real fast this is another video from um from uh is his name uh josh strafe hot hayes okay we talked we, we've shown his videos before if you guys want to go look at this video this is actually a pretty good video um let me get the actual video that he just came out Where's the one that just launched for him? It's not that. It's the channel. Not the worst MMO. It's the one for... Krebsy, can you give me the link to the to that one? Because when I go to that link that's in, in, in channel, it doesn't give me the... Um, it, it goes to... Oh, already solved. I got it. I got it. I got it, got it, got it. All right. I'll put this in in, in the YouTube channel for you guys. Um, those of you that want to see it, uh, check this out after our podcast. All right. What he talks about here, Sarge, uh, in that link that I just put in the, in the, in the thing, uh Oh, our web browser just crashed. Um, here, thank you very much for the nine months. Appreciate that for becoming a member. So, so once you are in the game, Sarge, there's all these, there's all these videos already out. The game basically is already complete. Like you don't have to try to learn anything about the game anymore in this day and age. So this MMO is basically already solved before you even get. It. You can know anything you want to get to the end game and whatnot. Josh goes over this in his video. It's actually pretty well, um, and he talks about you actually play. We've we've talked about this, right? Instead of like playing and exploring the game and like playing the game, they speed through the game and then complain that the game is. That they're done no with content. the game, right? That there's yeah. no content, right? And yep. we talk about this all the time. And it's like you're you're looking up stuff to get through the game faster, and then once you get through the actual part of the game, you complain that there's nothing to do in the game. You listen, we this discussion we've had multiple times. In even in life, there has to be challenges to overcome. That's how you learn, that's how you grow, and that's how you learn to problem solve. That way, when something else comes along. You've had practice in it. In an MMO, if I don't get to learn about the game and someone just tells me everything about the game immediately, then I've got nothing challenging to do right. 
to warrant me wanting to play. There's no challenge. And so it becomes boring. And then you start your own little, your own little chat room and you bitch about how there's no content. I I'll be honest with you. I don't see how anyone right now, barring this one, can come up with an MMO that they think is going to hang around for as long as WoW did, right? Because yeah, nobody wants to nobody wants to grind through the game to learn the game of what it is and what you have to do in the game. That's boring to them. They want everything up front to be OP and to kill bosses with cool weapons and look cool or buy skins. Like that's that's end game. Like right. You're, you're missing the entire growth part of the game. That's what an MMO is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a growing community and people learn from each other. But you want to skip all that. So I don't if 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 that's what you want to skip, then I don't I don't see the sustainability of an MMO made today. I just don't see it. Right. Like right now, it's the hottest ticket. Everyone's playing. You you look it's on new. there, there's it's brand new. It's the new car smell. Everybody wants to play it. But Let's let's check back during Christmas, right, and see what kind of content they're bringing out, what kind of stuff they're bringing out, what's the, what's the monetization value of what how they're making money on this game in the long run, because most MMOs have a store and have all the stuff. There's no mounts in this game; they can't sell mounts. So, like, what what are they going to sell in this? Um. So, Krebsy says, "How are how are the reviews of New World? Are the reviews all the same? Has anyone uh, being honest or just wants to get?" on Amazon's good side for future Amazon games and updates. Yes. I'm, yes. I, I'm glad I'm glad you brought this up. It's like you're part of the show, but you're not really. All right. Reviews. Let's talk about it, Sarge. Okay. So Bueller, 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 Bueller. I can't say it. Bueller. Bueller. Thank you. Bueller News brought up a topic of Kenya when it was out. Okay. It came out for PlayStation. It's a time. We don't know if it's a time exclusive, but it's a game coming out. And there's a there's a review by I think it's Kotaku if I'm not mistaken, okay. And during during this review, basically the reviewer says that the game is not good because it doesn't do anything new, right? It, it's the same old, same old, and doesn't give it. He's not even giving a review anymore. He's just giving you his straight up uh, opinion of what the game and what it's not doing or whatnot. He's not telling you what the game does. So me and Sarge have talked about this many, many times over the years that we don't ever kind of do reviews. I never kind of do review. I did my first movie review uh, on the channel a couple weeks ago for Shang-Chi. And if you watch my, my, my review, I break it down into the story, the characters, everything, and what was good, what I didn't like. And then I told you my opinion on the, of the piece after the fact. But I tell you in that order, like, this was good. The story was good. The, the, the act one was good. I tell you all the stuff. If you want to go see it, this is the information you need. And then I tell you my opinion of the actual movie at the end. Most of these people that tell you reviews are not reviews. Good reviews out there. I could name one really good review person. Okay. Which is skill up or people call him shill up. Okay. Ralph does a really good job. 90% of the time. On not being non-biased about his reviews. Gives you a review of the game and tells you how it is. Okay. He, to me, it's almost like the standard of what a review should be, which should be normal in the industry. Okay. So me and Sarge always talked about this. Sarge, how, how would you go about making a standardized review? Well, first you have to understand what I'm, where I'm coming from. And let's, let's start from the top here. So, in many things in life, especially in the business world, there's layers of credibility, right? You know, the, the, the builder builds the house, 
the appraiser appraises the house, right? The banker finances the house and each level of each, each one is part of the house, but each of them have their own thing that they have to do. And that each of them are being checked along the way. The builders being checked by permit guys, the appraisers being checked out by the bankers and brokers, and the bankers are being checked out by investors and someone even higher up than the banker, right? But they're all, but they're all being checked out. And there's standards of how to run the businesses. A review at this point, and it really needs to come to fruition because it, it will help the gaming industry completely. A standard eye set of what a review is supposed to be so that when you are reviewing a game, you follow the list, you go through it, and then you can say whatever you want, your personal beliefs about whatever, right, right. but what you're actually looking for in the game. Maybe it has like five or six different categories, one to 10 each. Nobody's going to get a perfect score, right? That's how it works. There's no such thing as a perfect game, okay? But the standards are there, right? Are they doing something new? Are they doing something old, right? If they're doing something new, then this is where we're living for this one. Right. Now, are the mechanics good? Are the are the are the is it fun to play? Is the movement good? Are the control like, scheme good? Is right. The... Is the controls or the is your character interesting? Uh, are the levels interesting? Are they challenging? Like, there's a whole list of shit you can go through in different categories, one to ten, one to ten, and then that way, when you're watching a review, he's telling you about the game because right. guess what? He's got to fucking play it. Right. He's got to play the game. <laughs> right. 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 The guys who review need to get the game before anybody else review the game and then put the review out when the game comes out. That's how it should work. Right. If you're a actual review person, like someone who's credible, who's going to follow the standards of right. what a review standard should of, be. Of, of journalism or like you like, can't play it, not, not play a part of the game and say, well, I didn't really partake it, in that. Okay, but, Yes, but, it, but what we're trying to say here is the the review process for a movie is completely opinionated. Oh, absolutely. Unless unless you have somebody who's been making movies, producing movies, okay, and that he reviews it based on his knowledge, right? Different story. Otherwise, it's an opinion. For a video game, there has to be some type of basic standard. Just a basic one to rub up. It would benefit everyone because then developers would know that there's a standardized review process and they know that these are the areas that they have to have their game be good in right otherwise they're going to get a bad score imagine imagine a world where developers are basing their game ideas off of what we're we're, <laughs> we're looking at the game to be well i i, I personally don't look at reviews and, and find out if 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 it's a 10 out of 10 or a 9 out of 10 or 8 out of 10, right? I want to know about the purpose. I, I, I want to know if I if I'm looking for an MMO, I want to know how's the systems in the game, right? Tell me about the systems in the game. Are they good? Are they bad? Like, what is it? What's the end game like? Okay. You can't get into an end game until you put a lot of hours in to get to the end game to let me know. That's why I usually don't buy them day one. If it's a shooter, I want to know. Is it shooting good? Is it, if it's a looter, is it looting good? Right? If it's a story-based game, is the story good? Like I don't care if it's a 10 out of 10, but the gameplay sucks. The music sucks, but it's got good story, right? I want to know what the game has in it. Like, as a reviewer, you should tell me not what your opinion is. Tell me what actual facts are in the game. The control schemes are like this. They're a little sticky. 
They're a little, they're smooth. It's good. It feels good. Right. But it's okay. But it's okay to use other games in the genre yes. as the as the jumping off point. Yeah. If if you love the combat system for Dark Souls, and then this control system is like Dark Souls, it'd be perfectly okay to yes. say it, the control setup and the way the character moves right. in the combat system is very similar to Dark Souls. Right. If you I like, like this, that about that. Yes. yes. Right. Right. Completely okay. But you the. The, the gray area that we're getting into now is this whole process of review bombing. I understand that the review bomb is basically a consumer's only venting point right. to where they feel cheated and they have nothing else they can do except shit on the guy who made the game because they feel cheated. 100% understand. But the opposite of that is you have the journalism people who run with the publishers and the developers and they're the only ones that can talk about the game so they'll never say anything bad about it right. because they're, they're trying to sell product right they always put okay? it in a positive light yeah there's a difference i've played the game i've been playing games for 40 years i'm pretty sure i could do a good review if i wanted to do one and i would give you the straight tact of what's going on but they don't want people like me talking about it because i don't put sunshine and rainbows on everything Right. I don't put in a pretty little package to sell. What I'm asking for, and I'm 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 asking the journalists that are out there, and if you dare call yourself a journalist, and especially in the video game sphere, right? For God's sakes, have some credibility. Go out and buy the fucking game, review it by playing it, and write a real review. A real review. Not just you saying, well, it's fun. Uh, it's got guy moves, it's pretty, game's pretty. Like <laughs> I I Nobody wants to hear that shit. Yeah. I want to hear yeah, the, the brass the, tacks of the game. Some of the reviews are, are, are terrible, need, but I always, I always recommend, I always recommend skill up because skill up to me, like I said, ninety percent of the time, he has he has his bits and pieces of, of things he's that he close. doesn't like. I no, like he's human. He, yeah, yeah, he's of close, course, though. of course, he's close. I I love his stuff though because the way he talks, the way he breaks it down, he tells you. Even if he doesn't like, he's like, I didn't like this. He just did a uh, a review of Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. Okay. I was like, 20 minutes. I was like, of Hot Wheels. What can you tell me? I was like, I think, man, buy the game. I might buy this game because he told me enough. And I was like, well, I think my son would like that, right? All those, all those cars, by the way, are the actual cars on the Yeah, shelf. the actual cars, yeah. Yeah, yeah. those are the actual cars on the shelf, which so, I think is, which is incredible to have that kind of crossover. But in a the, kid playing a video game. In that review, though, he did, at the very end of it, he was talking about there potentially could be loot boxes because there is a random box in there that you of use the in-game currency. Of course. And is. that turned me off a bit. That turned me off a bit. I was like, I was going to buy it. And then when he talked about that, I was like, well, you can't buy them. You're using in-game currency, but he said the grind is really, really long. He says, so it's, 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 it's a, it's a weird state right now. So I like to yeah. see what, what happens when they come out with their seasons to see what happens before I, Look at that game yeah, well, further down the road. Seriously, in all seriousness, though, we need. I, I'm need not, to standardize. I don't, want to, I, don't, I don't want to invent a new a new uh, policing force for video gaming, but we just need standardized review process. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. So th these next stories, Hasbro opens up a brand new AAA game division. Okay, the division of Hasbro opens up a brand new AAA game studio that will develop console and PC games based on some of the company's properties. We might get that Transformers game, Sarge, in 2044. In 2044. Hey, time, uh, time out. You can't start. I know I know it's the title of the article. I got I know it's you're you're reading the article, but you can't use the word Hasblo, okay, and triple A studio in the same sentence. Right, because okay? they have they have Hasblo. Hasblo 
doesn't know how to make toys. So Hasbro doesn't know what a AAA company is. Never mind they think they bought one that's going to make a game. You're not allowed to say you're right. a AAA company until after you make a fucking game and we see what you made, and then we'll let you know if, if it's you're a AAA, AAA right, company. Right, if it's a AAA company. Yeah. We'll let you know. So it says here, some examples of Hasbro's properties include the classic franchise of Transformers, the action figure line of G.I. Joe soldiers, and some adaptations of properties have also been more budgeted behind them and others than has, I'm going to say Hasbro now, uh, is now entering video game space with its own AAA game division studio. Hasbro Wizards of the Coast division is responsible for opening up this new game studio with called of new Rallying Durham studio is based in North uh, Rally Durham. Uh, in in based in North Carolina, the division will focus on both console and PC games that are based on Hasbro's properties. This new division will also be helmed by veteran of gaming industry who have also been big studios like WB Games and have worked on AAA titles. That's why they're putting the AAA in there, Sarge, like Hitman and Batman Arkham series. Back in February of this year, the company announced that the new Transformers game was in development by as Hasbro's Investors Day, and this studio is part of the deal. Some is listed franchise that will also will be a AAA game, including Transformers, GI Joe, uh, Micronauts, and even uh, Ouija. Okay, this is also Ouija, like the Ouija board. There's also quite a bit of gaming history between the game, different Transformer games produced over the last couple of years, and with GI Joe also having a, a lot of games under its belt as well as Snake Eyes' appearance in the Epic Games Fortnite. So uh, it says here it will also be reportedly including third-person shooting mechanics as well as a robust melee combat system, which is also the game utilizes the Unreal Engine. Uh, let me back up there for a little bit. Uh, let's see. The studio is also a G.I. Joe franchise. So it's a third-person action-adventure title that they're working on with G.I. Joe franchise. The studio is also job postings on the Wizard of the Coast cast website which includes art director, lead animator, also high-level positions. These are all part of the building team that will be creating a studio-first multi-platform game. We're uh, searching for individuals for AAA game development experience. And then it's also got shooting mechanics. Uh, the post closes with a statement that Wizard of the Coast CEO Chris uh, Cox, uh, where he says that Hasbro has opened up its division to studio in order to cater to the gaming market, along with its own in-house studio, considering veterans that are also involved in the properties that will be working with it already at, uh, some excitement about the Hasbro uh, game division. Well, I'll tell you what, there's a whole bunch of people that are out of work from Blizzard. So why don't you hire those people and help you out over there uh, with your G.I. Joe game. So let's talk about the real thing here, Sarge. What type of game is G.I. Joe? Here it's saying, let me just read it to you. Individual, okay, reportedly including a third-person shooter mechanic as well as a robust melee combat system with gaming utilizing Unreal Engine. That's all we know about it so far. Listen. All you have to do in order to make Has Hasbro get a good game initially to start, so they can have some funding to to promote more games for Hasbro, okay, is just make a Battlefield game with GI Joe. That's it. That's all. That's they all you have to do. You have unlimited. Do you know how many vehicles GI Joe had? Everyone who had collected GI Joe when you were a kid, you know how many vehicles they had, they're, right? They're already missing okay. the point, though. They they're making a third person shooter. I, I I get it. I get it. And what I'm telling you is. All you have to do oh, I know. is make Battlefield with G.I. Joe. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Get a good game under your belt one time. Get one game that everyone wants to play. I don't care if they want to call it skin. It's just Battlefield with skins. Great. Did it sell 10 million copies, 20 million copies? I don't give a shit if, it, if it's just skins. You guys are used to buying skins anyway. doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, okay. G.I. Joe Between Battlefield all the, would be amazing. 
Yeah, between all the specialist classes you could have because of the guys that are in G.I. Joe, yeah, Duke, all the special Shipwreck, weapons you can have. Cobra, yeah. Destro. Right. right, and everybody could be specialized in a specific vehicle. They do better in that vehicle, so that's why you want them. Right, You could spec out your weapons. Right, Who wouldn't want to see right, you in Battlefield and you're looking at the goddamn cartoon when you were a kid? Rattlers and, to and Tomcats flying around. M1 Abrams tanks driver. Sounds good to me. Every every vehicle in GI Joe is in the game. Are you serious right now? How about how about <clears throat> missions? Right, we have to go for the weather device. We have to go look for the special crystals, right, or the special things in the underwater, and then we have to build a weather device. And then that's that's your gimmick. If you, if I collect all the resources, I can fire the weather device and then make a tornado. How about right. that? Right. Right. Makes more sense, right? here's here's what they here's what i think they're making it sounds like a third person shooter mechanic it sounds like they're making division yes right they're, they're, it sounds like they're gonna be making a division and and every 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 minute and a half a really bad voiceover goes no joe no yeah. joe like every 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 yeah. Yeah. fucking minute and a half yeah krebsy this is the wizard of the coast wizard of the coast is is hasbro wizard of the coast is owned by hasbro um so they, they're they're making the the GI Joe game. Hasbro and Wizard of the Coast are the same. It's the same story. Yeah, it, it was. Listen, after that, after you sell the game that sells millions of copies, you guys can make whatever game you want. At that point, you'll have trust. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. I really look. I'm my balls in their court. I really, 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 really want a Transformers game. But, but you know the you know, know. the suits they're, who are in charge. They're, 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 they're gonna fuck it up. They're gonna fuck they it don't up. Get it? Okay. I want a Transformers game so bad, and I want a really how good close, Transformers game. How close were they with Transformers War for Cybertron? How close were they? I thought that was the closest they were gonna. That's pretty damn close. I you, I, you had, I like you that. Five on, you, had, you had five on five multiplayer combat. The maps were too small, but you could transform whenever the fuck you wanted. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Same thing, scale up. Then scale I also up. I also liked um uh Transformers Devastation. The the the, the graphics of that and the and the G1 because you look like the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was like literally playing an episode of the cartoon. I absolutely love it. I really want a Transformers game. And I said it before, and we know about a Transformers game out there that's sort of like Destiny. And I said it six years ago with Destiny. I said if you make a Destiny but with Transformers, okay. Uh, I would buy it. I said Star Wars, Marvel, or Transformers, Destiny. I would, I would, I would play that over Destiny because, and I, I hope they make a good Transformers game. I, I, I GI Joe, I, mean, I would be excited for as well. I mean, you could have, listen. You could have a racing game, Mike, right? Or just a racing game of Transformers. Right? Nope, nope. Of Mask, it's oh, a racing game, but yes. with Mask. Yes. Okay. It would just be a racing game with masks, and the mask guys have the vehicles that change into the, all the weapons. Like this is not hard. You guys want to sell fun games, a fun game, right? That'd be a fucking great and, game. And, and, the, and the greatest thing about all the GI Joe vehicles, every time they blow you up in the vehicle, you actually don't die. That's, that's, Your guy gets shot that's out. Right. That's Your right. Your guy gets shot ejects, out as a parachute every time. Every time, <laughs> right? So when you kill somebody, when you kill somebody in the vehicle, you get the point. For killing, you get the point for killing the vehicle, but you don't get the death, the death kill until you kill him when he's out of the out of the. Right, right. It's a, it'd be the greatest joke ever. Yeah, 
Everybody, every time a plane blows up or a helicopter blows up, there's always a parachute. Classic. It would be classic. It'd be a humor and classic and fun. Just fun. I I, I would love. Ho- hopefully, you have, then you can have hundred verse hundred or hundred and fifty verse hundred and fifty in a giant server. Ho- hopefully, right? when, when they come out with a game, we'll we'll de- we'll declare if it's a triple A game or not when it comes out with one. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm, you can I'm looking spend forward. All kinds of money it doesn't mean you're a triple A team. You're, you're, right. So so are we supposed to say are we supposed to say that Anthem was a triple A title? I mean, technically it was because they, because they yeah. spent a lot of money. Yeah, no, sitting because, on the rack. Well, no, it's a, it, because on the like, for four years. Well, it's Bioware. Bioware is a AAA company, right? Well, Bioware what I'm is saying a is the amount of money, the amount of money they spent on Anthem, and for four years they sat on their ass. They made Anthem in eighteen months. It was proven. It I, was proven. I think you're giving they them, sat I, around I, for I, four years. I think you're giving them a little too much credit. I think I think they worked on it for like eleven months, and they just said it was eighteen. <clears throat> hell let loose is 50 versus 50 is hell let loose coming out for xbox or is it just for playstation we don't know yet yeah we don't know yet well if it comes out for playstation i guess eventually it would be for xbox but i i think it loses something i'm gonna be honest with you like hell let loose the way the game is is made it's a mouse and keyboard type of game man it's very hard right and i can't i can't figure out for the life of me why someone can't figure out the coding to make a joystick move like a mouse on the screen you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Like, like, and if and if you can't, and if you can't, I understand. Then, in place of that joystick, just give me a small touchpad where my finger is the mouse. Right. You know what I mean? Like the touchpad that's on the PlayStation controller, where you where you you put, touch your finger to the top. Just put that on the side somewhere and let me be the cursor that way. You know, so I'm moving like a mouse would. You know, right. one way or the other. I don't understand why it hasn't come out yet. Or, or a controller that's like that. If if Hell Let Loose is actually, I hope Hell Let Loose is good. If Hell Let Loose is a, is a good game, then I might I might play that instead of Battlefield 2042. If if Hell Let Loose is the game that used to be what Battlefield was, then I'll I'll go play that instead of Battlefield because I don't want to play Battlefield if it's turning into Call of Duty. You know what I mean? So next story I want to talk about is the Epic uh, Metaverse story. Um, so this is a uh, article that came out. Um, <clears throat> it's called Epic Game Believes the Internet is Broken. And this is a blueprint how to fix it. Okay. So the Epic CEO, Tim Sweeney, people are tired of how today's internet operates. He says in social media era, the internet is charged, led by Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook, has separated cameras from the general audience, hurting users together to direct them to targets and the companies choosing rather than allowing it for free exploration. Quote, this is from Tim Sweeney. Now that we're in a closed platform wave and the Apple and Google are suffering uh, the wave too, Sweeney said, as we get uh, get out of this, everybody is going to realize, okay, we spent the last decade being taken advantage of. Okay. One of his other quotes that he says down here, he says, the metaverse isn't going to do that. Uh, a car maker who wants to make a presence in the metaverse isn't going to run ads. Okay. They're going to drop their car into the world in real time and you'll be able to drive it around. And they're going to do, uh, to work with lots of content creators with different experiences to assure that the car is playable here and there. And that's what, that's what's receiving the attention it deserves. So think about this, right? We've talked about the metaverse that Fortnite is making. Just think about Chevy wants to come in and sponsor something in, in, in Fortnite. Instead of Chevy being plastered all over the fucking place, they have their brand new car right in the game. And then you get into that car, into the game, and you start driving that car around, Okay. 
they don't care if it gets shot up or blown up or whatever. They're watching the new Chevy car that you're that they paid for and you're driving it around in game. Again, subliminally going in your head. Again, I brought this up earlier. Bring it up almost every fucking week. You watch The Mandalorian. You want to be the fucking bounty hunter. Okay? So you're going to go places to play another Star Wars game or a place to go play bounty hunter. So if Fortnite gets what they want in their metaverse, which I guess it was like a year and a half ago now, when they brought in the concerts, when they first started the concerts, and they had the, like the city that they built, a little town, and they had like they had like food vendors, but there wasn't no food in there yet. Okay, they were just empty stores, and then there was like a go kart track, and there was all these different things happening. I was like, oh, this is interesting. I was like, I like to see where they take this in the future. Now, just imagine that the description I just said, but now there's uh, McDonald's is inside the game. Okay, and when you pick up a Big Mac, you can shoot it at somebody or, or, or you know what I'm saying? It's like it's just part of the game or what they're saying in chat. Krebsy says like a Ferrari in Fortnite, right? You jump into a Ferrari, right? You're, it's just advertisement in there. It's being seen by millions and billions of players around the world. It just becomes second nature to you. Like when you see like, it. Like, like a Ready Player One. Right. Like my son right now doesn't know anything about cars, but he sees the emblem on the cars and goes, oh, that's a Honda. That's a Ford. That's a Dodge, right? He knows the logos. He's a great, great uh, partner in that logo game. He knows McDonald's. He knows, he's never eaten there, but he knows it because of the branding that's happening. And what, right? does that, what, does, what does that tell you about branding in general? Right. So that, that's just it. Oh, is there a Ferrari already in the game, Krebsy? See, I don't even know. I don't play Fortnite. Okay. Like it's an actual Ferrari. It's not like a, a, a Barari. It's, a, it's actually Ferrari. Like Grand Theft Auto, right? Think about that now. Now think about Fortnite, but think about Grand Theft Auto Online. If they can get the real branding of actual cars in the game, well, well, to be fair, the cars in Grand Theft Auto are the yes, real cars, but they're not the the right. You know what it is. The name, the yes. name is just changed, but you know what car it is when you're driving it. You know which one it is. Right. So this is article is really really long. Okay, I'm gonna post it. I'm gonna post it inside here it's it's really interesting i'm not going to go over it because it takes way too long to go over it in 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 the in the show but if you guys like to know about stuff like this i'm gonna put it in in chat it's a, it's a good thing it's from the washington post uh and it's about epic games go read it. it's a good read okay um i think and I, I like i said before i think epic is going to be doing stuff in the future that is just that no one's we haven't even seen yet between the technology of what they're doing, obviously in the Mandalorian for the film, with the backgrounds with the with the Unreal Engine, with with the companies they bought for the face recognition, for the body recognition, for all the stuff they're doing and what the metaverse that they're talking about, it's going to be very interesting in the future to see what happens there. Uh, so much so, here's another story on Fortnite: possible Fortnite and Monopoly crossover leak. Okay, the new details suggest that. Possible crossover between Fortnite and Monopoly that would bring a number of new cosmetics to the Battle Royale. It seems that Fortnite is collaborating with nearly every large franchise at this point. Since the Battle Royale was released in 2017, gamers have been the opportunity to purchase skins and other cosmetics from countless franchises across gaming, entertainment, sports. Nonetheless, Epic Games continues to find new companies to partner with in the game center of the newest season. Okay, Fortnite is currently in Chapter 2 of Season 8, releasing earlier in September with the Operation Skyfall or Skyfire live event, fans of the game then treated with the host of new changes. So they're constantly, constantly updating this game. Now they're making, so this is 
you can see that these are the Monopoly pieces that are coming to the game, okay, that are going to be in the game. Who knows what this is going to be? But, again, this is the bigger picture, right? They're, they're signing deals with these companies to come in. They're scanning them. They're making these things. They're making Marvel. They're making... Does, uh, does Monopoly need any more help? No. Can anyone... Can we just stop no. on Monopoly for real, bro? But think about this. Who owe, who owns Monopoly? Uh, Parker Brothers. Or what is it now? Yeah, it who is Parker owns it Brothers. Now? Yeah, no, it's Parker Brothers, isn't it? The, right? So... I'm pretty sure it's Parker all, Brothers, all, yeah. All, all of the game companies, the board games and stuff like that that are out there, now they can bring all their license in here, and then they can have a metaverse. Just think down the line, Sarge. In the metaverse, you can play Monopoly inside of Fortnite, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to play Monopoly. No, no, that, that, I understand that you don't no, no, want to no, play. No, I got that. And, and I, think, I think most people over the age of 10 know not to play Monopoly ever again. Right, you never play Mar Monopoly, Monopoly with your family. Monopoly, yeah. Monopoly teaches you exactly how the world works, and that's why no one likes it, because it tells you the truth. Yeah. And you hate it. And so you stop playing it. So what I'm saying is in the metaverse that Epic wants to build, you could own a house in this metaverse. And inside the metaverse, there could be a, a Monopoly board on your table inside your game. And then all of a sudden your avatar comes over to my house and you're like, hey, you want to play Monopoly? And you're like, sure. So you get a bunch of people in your house and you're playing Monopoly. So it's a game within a game within a game. You know, see what I'm saying? It's, it, it's it's crazy right that's what so the metaverse it becomes, is it becomes it becomes paradoxical it gets crazy right so that's that's what i'm seeing with all all this right and then they can obviously they have a license for like marvel and gi joe and dc and they could literally make the first crossover for marvel and dc right it, it's it's crazy it's crazy what they're doing interesting like i said good read um amazon Speaking of other companies that are trying to do stuff, here is a Amazon just built a robot that you can buy it this year for $999. Okay. So it's a long been rumored that Amazon has been working on a robot for the people's homes. And today the rumor became reality with Amazon's Astro. The evolution of Amazon's smart home technology has been moving rapid pace over the years. And since the original Echo launched seven years ago, Amazon's continued to find new ways to evolve the smart home Echo. Smart speakers have even gotten cheaper. Alexa now is available in rotating display. And Amazon's Ring division is now selling security drones that can fly through people's homes. Over the past few years, we've been lingering idea of Amazon has been creating all new uh, uh, preparations for evaluating a release of consumers. All right. So here is here's this robot. Okay. So it's got a 10-inch... 10-inch display sits on top of this, okay, to avoid Astro feeling like a moving Echo show, okay? A lot of the work went into giving Astro a unique personality and regarding the move and virtual his eyes, display, and body to react in different situations. Move might argue, uh, some might argue that this sounds a bit gimmicky, but when you're trying to make people feel comfortable with a robot in their home, a little tweaks like this can go a long way. Um, let, me, let me show you a picture of him. Okay. There's no video of him moving around, but there's there's some tech behind it. Here here's what the robot looks like. What does this look like to you, Sarge? Uh, hang on a second. I can't see it because Windows wants to update. So basically, it, oh, it's Wally. Yeah, it's it's Wally. Yeah, it's Wally. Yeah. So it's it's interesting to me and. 
sounds nice until it becomes Sentinel. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, you said that's from Amazon? Yeah, this is Amazon. Yeah. I'm not having that in my house. <laughs> I'm not putting that in my house. You guys are all dreaming. You guys, you guys, you guys want like fucking Disney World robots running around your house. You think it's gonna be like Bicentennial right. Man? What it's really, what it's really gonna be is like I, I robot. Yeah, it's gonna be like I. I like what Craig said. What's that, Astro? I don't know a Sarah Connors. Yeah, <laughs> it's all of a sudden you're sleeping, and all of a sudden it rolls into your room, and then all of a sudden you like wake up and look at it, and it rolls backwards out of your room, and you're like, "What the fuck yeah, was no. that?" Yeah, no, no. <laughs> you guys are out of your minds. Yeah, you're out of your minds. Yeah, I would love. To I, I would take. I would take a dog over that robot in my house any day of the week. I would love to see. I would love to see if there's. Is there? Uh, let me see if there's some video of this. Let's see. Astro. Like it doesn't. It doesn't creep any of you guys out that Siri talks to herself when you're not around, asking for updates and strange things. Talks about shit. Like like the time I like the time my mother and I had an argument about insurance for about an hour in the house, and then for the next week on both of our phones and both of our accounts on our computers, we got nothing but insurance ads for a fucking week straight. Like you guys don't think that shit. After after that fight we had about insurance, I ripped the thing out of the wall. She don't have it no more. There's no Siri in the house. There's no Siri. <laughs> we 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 have we have a an Alexa in the house, and it is creepy every once in a while. I I want to put the volume onto this for a little bit. Let me let me see what this is at. I'm gonna rewind it for a second. Oh, I have to unmute it. Hold on one second. What are we gonna do with a robot? Well, Astro. Follow me. We're gonna get hit because of the music, but whatever. Hi, Grandma. I miss you. I miss you too. Hey, you got the toy I sent. Yeah, I love it. Astro, follow me. I like I like how they chose an African American cool. family to have a robot crawling around I in their house. You. <laughs> Come on. Oh. So his, 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 yeah, I was going to say, telescopically. Told you I turned it off. And now I totally believe you. Ooh, yikes. Message from Steve. Remember to eat something green today, Dad. Check. That dog would tear that shit apart. <laughs> Sarge's a little bit behind, so he's not seeing what I'm seeing up. Shits by himself. Hey, Barbie. Just return the dogs. <laughs> Astro. Let's dance. Oh, yeah. That's what I want to pay for. $1,000 so my daughter could dance with the robot. Now, this is the creepy part for me. I haven't seen this yet, but a robot just going through your house at night. Sure. 
Oh, that's it right there. Bring me a beer. Sold. Thousand dollars. What? Thank you. I didn't get the beer in there first. All right. I'm in. Yeah. Really, really what was said is, honey, honey, get me a beer. And then and you told the robot to get him a beer. Right. Now, if the, if, if the robot can open the fridge, grab a beer, cook me dinner, it could be like Rosie from the Jetsons, right? That was her name, right? Then then we'll we'll talk. But this thing, this is like a Roomba. When I look at him, I'm like, is he vacuuming while he's moving? Because if he's not vacuuming while he's moving, then I don't want him, right? Because I can put my Echo right now on top of my D-Bot vacuum, and I've just made it the exact same thing, okay? I, I, I duct tape my iPad with the camera. I put the Echo on top of my, my D-Bot robot vacuum, and then I make my vacuum roam around the house. It's the same fucking thing. I just save a shit ton of money. <laughs> I'm going to take a picture of that, by the way. I'm going to take my Echo, put it on top of my, my vacuum and, and, and the iPad, and I'll take a picture of it. It's all you need. It's all you need. So, yeah. I don't know about this. You know, we, we, take, we take these these things. We're like, oh, yeah, we'll bring them in. But why? Why do you need to? Why do you need it? It's funny. My wife yells at, uh, I won't say the name because someone might hear me and then they'll all activate and purchase something. Uh, but, like, says the name and, like, put a timer. I'm like, why don't you just pick up the phone and, and hit a timer? Like, the thumb is miraculous when it comes to certain uh, things. Sarge is the guy from uh, Wally. Uh, uh, I'm on vacation. Uh, uh, oh my god. Uh, yeah. Welcome back to Earth, Sarge. Welcome back to Earth. Fucking ridiculous, dude. <laughs> we don't listen, we, we, we don't have a prayer, dude. We yeah, don't we're, have a prayer. We're, we're, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. So that's that's Astro the bot. Uh, Halo's coming out. Tech preview this weekend, Sarge. Are you gonna try it? You gonna give it a shot? You gonna do the tech preview for Halo? Yeah. You mean I could just turn on my Xbox and play Halo for the for like twelve I believe, hours? I believe so. I believe so. Yes, it's coming out. It's the, the it's coming out where everyone can try it out. Uh, so this weekend, October first through the third, uh, the preview is happening only I'll on the, on this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm off. I'm off on Sunday, all day Sunday. Uh, there's there's great things happening. This is this is one of the glitches that's happening in uh in Halo Infinite right now. This is just a uh, duplication thing where all of a sudden the I'm sure this is just one of many bugs in the game, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because. <laughs> Those are just like slip on the floor oh, signs. No, that, no that's, that's not a glitch, bro. He's just showing you what the post office looks like. It's a that's post not a, office. That's simulator. not a post office. That's that's wet floor signs. That's wet floor All right. signs. <laughs> All right. Well, then maybe the, the the janitor had a problem. <laughs> so Halo's coming out. You can check that out. Uh, what else is coming out? Uh, other games that are coming out on Xbox uh, shortly. October 12th, Back for Blood is coming out uh, officially on Game Pass. We have uh, November 9th, we have Forza Horizon 5 coming out on Game Pass, and then we have Halo Infinite, the first installment, as I like to call it, on December 8th. Did you happen to see the VR with the uh, slippers and the walking pad you can run on? No. Did you happen to see that? No. I, 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 didn't get a, I didn't get the name from it, but it's a VR. You're in a VR setup, okay. and you're strapped in, 
you're strapped in you're on this platform i think we've right? shown this you wear, before you wear, and you and you wear i think we i think we have but you, you wear the wear, slippers on the bottom of your shoe and yeah. you can actually run yeah yeah, yeah we've you seen can, this you can change we've, directions you can run yeah i've talked about this that, multiple that's, times that's step one bro that's step one yeah they, they have they have other um other versions it's like a slick surface where you don't even have to wear special yeah. shoes you can just walk on the regular regular surface well, who's gonna wear their shoes in their house on top of their hey, come, yeah. come on you can wear your socks shit come on I, i'm trying to remember what it's called barrier i don't remember what the, what the name was if you look under vr um prototype vr uh running platform maybe they'll come up that way here but no I'll, here i'll you're strapped I'll, in I'll, I'll i'll show you you're strapped in so you can't like run off the platform into you're, the wall you're talking about you're talking about this one sarge is this the one you're talking about that's eight thousand dollars yeah that looks like it yeah. Like, yeah no wait no no but no but the one the one that i saw he oh, the, wasn't in inside a circle yeah. he was just he it's open well it's open he's tied he's there, tied to it but it's open there's this one as well let me show you this one we we have this one. You have to have you have to have stability. You can't just have it open. Like this is open. Um that's a bad picture of one. It's like this one right here. This is the one where we, we we've shown this before. I don't think we have. I'm pretty sure. Where it's it's a trackpad and they have two different things. There's a yeah, this is the one you were probably talking about. It's got bars around it because you would you would fall and you can squat and yeah, this this is Ready Player One right here. This is the one that you I think you're talking about. Is this the one? I think that's I, I think that's badass. Yeah, no, we, it's a different one. They're all the same. They're all roughly the same. Yeah, there, there's, this a, one's there's got a, a backpad. This one's got a backpad on it. You you have to have something that makes you be able to move and stable. Otherwise, you fall flat on your face. So, <clears throat> what's going on? I I wonder what the weight of that thing is, like the actual platform or what it can support. Yeah, because because I'm a big guy, so I'm trying to run. Would that thing be able to hold me if I ran at full speed and tried to stop and shit? Would I be able to like? Uh, the the bars you know are, I mean? the, the bars would probably rip out of the sockets and you would fall. And I would just make sure when you're doing that, you're videotaping yourself because that could be America's Funniest Home Videos, and you could win a lot of money off of that. Yeah, it's got sensors. Oh, I missed it. There, there's sensors that go on your shoes. You yeah, Barry, Barry we, your... we talked about that in the past. It, it has it. Listen, this is this is how you know that gaming is now the television. Here's how you know when someone sells you a house. Yeah, we, we talked about this. Yeah. It, come, it comes with a gaming room. Yeah, thirty and I have talked about this before. But when a real estate agent tells you this is one of the newer houses that comes with a gaming room, comes with its own three D. That's how you know. That's how you know we're on next level. Yeah, when it, when when you have your own VR room inside your house, that's when you know it's yeah. it's it's that's it's, it's that's normal. how you know it's, it's standard. Mainstream. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot there's a lot of different ones out there. You can look just just type in VR trackpad and you'll see you'll see tons and tons. One guy made an actual um one with that. It's a treadmill that moves all different directions, uh, which is actually pretty cool. The problem is when you stop walking, you most people fly off of it. You imagine three hundred pound uh, hitting full speed and hitting during a Resident Evil jump scare? Oh yeah, yeah, th those bars would just snap. Yeah, so it's uh, it's a, it's cool technology. We're just not there yet, though. We're just we're we're definitely just not there yet. Um, I think that's it. I think we uh we completed our our mission here. Uh, the last thing actually, we have one story left. We have one story that we didn't talk about. 
Uh, and I don't know much about it, but it's the 18 million is nothing. Activision employees react to settlement. So the settlement that's happening for this is some current former workers and disappointed arguing uh, that $18 million is a drop in the bucket for the company's uh, worth more than $50 billion. On Monday, the game's giant Activision Blizzard reached an agreement with the U.S. government to pay $18 million to employees that were harassed or face and discrimination. In the announcement of the agreement, the company said that it would commit to create an $18 million fund to compensate the makes amends to eligible uh uh, to people that are eligible for it. Any amounts not used for those will be divided between the, char the characters uh, that advise advance on women in the video game industry to promote awareness around harassment and gender e equality issues as well as company diversity, equity, or equality, and inclusion. Uh, so the U.S. Equality Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Uh, but for some current and former employees, the agreement is not enough. The current employer... Uh, also asked to remain anonymous for the fear of retaliation, said the company is also just throwing money to mask a problem without listening to the workers' demands. So, there you go. $18 million, Sarge. They make billions of dollars uh, a day, or millions of dollars a day. $18 million is is what they're paying uh, No, $18 million is in the fund. It's in a fund. That's what it is. They're not giving away the $18 million. $18 million is in a fund. When they go through the process and they interview these people that have been wronged in such way, sexual harassment or sexually whatever, whatever they were done, they get a piece of that money as like as compensation. And then once the people who are qualified are, are done, right. then the rest of that money goes to where Activision Blizzard thinks the money should go. Right. They decide where the money should go. So let's put it this way. It's a start. Okay, so after they do this process, we'll see what happens. But let's not misconstrue or make the show go on any longer, okay? That the initiation of the SEC had nothing to do with, with misconduct for sexual abuse. Right. That had to do with somebody stole my money. The women thing and the, the mistrust of people in the, in the actual, uh, in the actual uh, employment has to do with the state lawsuit with california you have two different things going on california is suing activision and the sec is investigating Activision. right, right. These, it's, it's two different it's two different things going on it's not right. just one thing so we'll we'll continue on with this as as we uh you know we we move on uh, Ho, if anyone's interested once again we plug him all the time i love him hogue law Go to his YouTube channel, Hoglaw. Yeah. He talks about this stuff in length, and he's a lawyer. And so you can listen to him for like an hour and either fall asleep or become educated. Yeah. Either way, yeah. it works out. Yeah, I have... <clears throat> yeah it's awesome. Uh, uh, I, love, I love listening to Hoglaw because I, I, I like learning something new every day, right? And listening to some of the lawyer talk that he does. When I read documents and stuff, I love it because I'm not a lawyer, okay? But the way he reads stuff and the way he breaks down stuff on that channel... That's how I look. It's it's what they don't say is louder than what they do say, right? And he talks about in legal terms and stuff like that. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a good watch. Um, it's it's a good watch. Uh, so that's it. Episode two eighty one is in the can. I do appreciate everyone coming out and watching. If you're here from YouTube or uh, Twitch, I do appreciate you very much. I just noticed Stealth Gaming. Uh, he purchased one of the uh, the sweatshirts from the store. And he says, keep up the great content coming. All right, keep up the great, yeah, great content coming. I appreciate that very much, Stealth, uh, for, for that. 
Um, also, there is a new, I don't know if you guys saw Gator, he pushed it. I don't know if you, anyone that's a member of this channel, there is a, if you're on the PC next to the join button down below, uh, it's a, it's a new feature that you can actually hit it where it shows that your membership or whatever. So I'm not sure how it works myself because I don't have it open and I can't be a member to my own channel. So, uh, but it is there for, for you. Uh, so when you, we are doing an experiment, we did it this week. We'll do it again next week, I believe. Um, the numbers seem pretty good, but I need a, a, a little bit more testing. We've been streaming dual streams on both YouTube and Twitch simultaneously. Uh, so if you like watching the content on Twitch, you can watch it on Twitch. If you like watching it on YouTube, you can watch it on YouTube. If you liked where watch wherever you would like to watch, there's a couple places that you can help us out. If you want to help us out by that way, uh, as monetize, monetize wise, you can be a subscriber over on Twitch using your Twitch Prime sub. Uh, you can be over here on member over on YouTube, or you can use the Twitch Streamlabs uh, tip thing, which is you can do a monthly thing as low as a dollar, a uh, dollar a month. You can just put towards there uh, and it helps us out. So I do appreciate it very much. Uh, thank you for coming out for watching the show and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Take care. <laughs> Those goddamn pins. and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.